such a beautiful sound. <laughs> Welcome back to Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks, episode 108. Me and Bunner here, as always, holding the fort down. We got some special freaking guests for you guys today. Sean Buckley and Damian Gardner. Right in the house. Live X111 Public House. Yeah, we're live yeah. in the Ville, dude. We're in yeah. Knoxville, me and the Demon. Got Rich Foreman over here, yeah. Foreman Photography. We got the boys. Yeah. We're doing it. Got the beverages going. We got some Aussies here. Yeah. Straight from Melbourne, straight out of Melbourne. Yeah. All right. Representing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Worldwide. Oh, yeah. Got a good crowd here today. That's right. Yeah. Feeling, uh, feeling the environment around. It's good, man. Yeah, feeling dude. Like this is what Knoxville's all about. It is. The yeah, Ville. For sure. It is. Get out in the community, have some beers. I'm rocking a Schlitz. Yeah, what I'm you still got? waking up. Yeah, what you got Charlie. Still going with the coffee. Yeah, we're on that West Coast. Yeah, we're on that West Coast time. <laughs> I got the Tito's yeah. and the PBR going at yeah. the same time. Dude, you, right. got, you got a good thing going right there. Yeah. Oh man, that tastes good. We got to we got to do this up. We, me and the Demon got to be really on our game today and deliver on this podcast because we got to make sure and sell ten thousand of those dirt tracks and rib racks, eighties uh, T or. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tank tops, dude. Yeah, I love it. They're put sweet. It, it, we, had a, we might have. We ought to put another order in for sure. So. <laughs> we'll do everything we, we can. We got a t-shirt guy. We we'll get, order we some more if they get yeah. people all about. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you guys coming out, dude. Yeah. We appreciate uh, the invite, man. I mean, I don't know. We we don't really. We, we just met, but yeah. you know, we used to do a Jack Slash show going back twenty years. We used to do some punk rock stuff just like this. So when you guys yeah. hit us up, I'm like, dude, I got to yeah. support it. We got to support it. So yeah. yeah, we're here for a good cause, man. We're promoting our film and. We're proud of it. Yeah. We're doing the screening tomorrow, and no bigger stage than the Ville, man. Right. Absolutely. So this is it. Here we are. So even though, you know, we're non-wing guys, but, yeah, it's sprint cars nonetheless. <laughs> right, so. right. Yeah, we're uh, like an enemy territory right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> like, who are these non-wing guys in <laughs> oh fucking Knoxville, right? Logan CV saw me yesterday. He goes, what are you doing here? And yeah. I'm like, well, I'm here to promote our movie yeah. and uh, have some fun. And they're racing some sprint cars, too, but, no, it's yeah. all good. But, no, it's yeah. the biggest sprint car race in the world, man. Yeah, I like this. I like this impression. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we love Logan. We go back a long yeah. way. We, we go back a long way with Logan. We used to race, uh, what was that, R-Factor midgets on the video game for years, man. And he won the Sim Chili Bowl before he won the real Chili Bowl. Yeah. So he's 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 a piece of work, that kid. Yeah. Yeah, we seen him last night as we were leaving the Frolic Bar. Him yeah. and Mitchell Moe's come over to hang out with those guys. Nice. Yeah. We were leaving, so we didn't really get to talk to them. But yeah. Well, so you guys are from Hopstadt or Evans? Hops yeah, Hopstadt. We're like we're from Elberfeld, so like ten minutes from Hopstadt. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, this guy right here to my left yeah. won the Hopstadt or the Sprint Week finale. Sprint Week finale was it eleven or twelve? Two thousand eleven. Was yeah. it eleven? Yeah. For Demon. I think I saw yeah. it on a. I just saw the picture on yeah, Facebook. It was eleven. The, yeah. Uh, the yeah. winners. <clears throat> now, out of all the tracks Song. in Indiana, I mean, we're going to get into it. And of all the tracks in yeah. Indiana, we're, he's a NorCal guy, Bay Area. Yeah. I'm SoCal near LA. But this guy, he has his own little uh, theories about Indiana tracks. He loves the stock. Oh yeah, dude. Why? Yeah. Why do it's you love this stock, man? It's a paperclip. Because it has straightaways. Yeah, and, it, and most tracks, and well, most of local tracks you race at are all circles, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which there's, you know, there's Terre Haute, there's uh, Lawrenceburg now, which when I first started racing, Lawrenceburg was a circle. You know, it was just, yeah. it was, yeah, just, just like the rest of them. So when I first started going there and checking, you know, going to Indy and trying to get going there, it was, everything was a circle. You went to, you know, uh, Gas City, Co uh, Bloomington. Kokomo. Yeah, Lawrenceburg. It's just going in a circle the whole time, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, it, and, it, and it was just, it was, a, it was a different way of doing things. Like, you just, your car was different. Everything about it was different. So, you know, that, it made that a little bit of a struggle, but. We'd go to Hobstadt. I mean, I went to the Hobstadt, Hobstadt in, in the 50 car. 
And uh, ran second to Cruzman, didn't you? No, 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 dude. I, I we crashed. Oh, were you I was a night. I mean, I, I was. It was one of my. I mean, I went. It was like if you when I go to Indiana. I mean, I had a lot of ups and downs there, and it definitely kicked me in the beginning. It definitely kicked me down more. But I would have these like little highlight moments, and uh, and even with Bernie, like there would be these highlight moments where it would be so close, right? And I mean, I went there with uh, the 50 car, and I mean, we we killed them. I was lapping up to like third. <laughs> and I was sliding. I mean, I was sliding two and three guys at one time. Just two for yeah, runners, three for Bruce, runners. Bruce Brami, you know, crew chief of the 50 car. He yeah. was, you know, he's legend. But he was just so, I mean, he loved to watch a good race like that. He was so excited. And he was jacked. And, but, you know, about five to go. I'm, you know, I'm just getting greedy, right, or whatever you want to call it. I'm sliding two and three at once. And I'm lapping to third. I'm lapping, uh, oh, oh, man, I'm, I can't th- remember who, but. Um, I can't remember his name, but uh, he's running third, and I'm lapping him. I just there's not there's not enough room. I just could have put it right up in there between <laughs> him, and I've missed and clip him and flip and uh. and yeah, I come back to the pits, and it's just like all somber faces. Bruce <laughs> Bromby's just crushed, but he's like crushed with a smirk on his face, you know, because he just saw something just so <laughs> yeah. fu- so fun to watch, right? Yeah, it wasn't like you're out there dicking around no, in seventeenth no. doing stupid shit, right? No, no, I mean no. you're he, fucking leading the race. Yeah, put yeah. on a show. Yeah, when, so when you didn't yeah. have to, but you kind of wanted to lap everybody, yeah. so you were going for it. Oh yeah, well too, and 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 that was probably. I mean, that was literally one of the first times I went to Indy, so it was, you know, call it running scared or even like that. I mean, it was about going there and making a statement, and you know, there was a lot of like, hey, he's coming here, and you know, whatever, and so I had to, yeah, make make you know, make a mark or something, and and so I'm the whole time I'm just going as hard as I can, trying to you know. I figured I'd just pass everyone I can, you know, and see where we end up. And yeah. uh didn't quite work out. But. Well, Damien's theory, and we talk a little bit about it in the movie, is, you know, when he first came down from NorCal to SoCal to run Paris, SCRA at the time, it was mm-hmm. make them remember you, man. Make them remember you. Don't just be that guy or you just you come in and, you know, you slide into victory lane, pull out of gear and, be you know, just do the normal thing. It's like, no, man, everything you do, whether you're on the mic, in victory lane, on the racetrack, make them remember you, man. This is, hey, we're going in circles, but it's entertainment yeah. at the same yeah. time. So we, you know, he tries to, to, to blend that line. Yeah. There's there's very few better <laughs> blending that line. <laughs> yeah. The the interviews over the years suck, man. I, and I, driving too, man. Driving yeah. the wheels off of it for sure. Yeah, I think it's you know it's it's not like I've said it's it's not like it's a it's a blend between the both of them. You know, it's not you don't want to make it just about what you know just ranting and raving all the time, but. It's a, you know it's a blend about I feel like making the fans know what you're feeling and and uh, yeah I mean they're, you know they're excited you're excited and, and I don't know I just try to you want to show them that you want to make them feel what you feel right then and yeah you could be disappointed you could be uh, excited you could be anything but you know you just want to make sure that you know uh, that they understand how you feel and, and not that it excuses some stuff or whatever but I think it makes people understand a little more at times you know everybody's so hypercritical this guy says this or he says this but you got to also remember in that moment, you know, what's it, you know, what's it, what would it feel like to be there, yeah. you know, to, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, w- whether you're leading the race and you get, you feel like you get, cru- cr- you know, crashed and, and you're crushed, man, you just, you know, you're yeah. just, you're shaking your head and, uh, yeah, and, you know, I just, you know, they always say give people, give them a moment or this and that, but, you know, why, why give them a moment? Let's hear, let's, let's see how he feels. Hear, let's see what he, he feels. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's like see how he feels about it right now. That's okay. That you know, I mean, uh, what? What do we do? Hurt the fans' feelings? I mean, what? It's okay, you know. This just happened. Yeah. You, you want to know how he felt? Yeah. Let's talk about it. You know. <clears throat> yeah, you see that a lot now with like Dirt Vision and Flow, and 
These guys take a wild ass crash or they run second or, you know, Kofoid blew a motor while leading the million. It's like, I want to know how that kid feels. Yeah. You know, we know how he feels, but we yeah. want to hear him say wanna it. Hear him we want to feel it. We want to feel that through the TV screen, you know? You don't want to get, get the PG version either. Just right. tell us. Just, Just be, tell us. Be yeah. honest. Like, yeah. put it out there. Be authentic. Yeah. Be genuine. Be straight up. Be real. Because I tell you, man, that's that, really, that's the way to roll. I mean, as a fan myself, I mean, a media guy, whatever, but as a fan, as a, at my core, I want to be entertained. Yeah. And Damien, you know, we've been friends for over 20 years, and one of those reasons why is not only was he fun to watch on the track, he's equally as fun off the track. Yeah. So he's really that five-tool player. Like baseball fans, he's a yeah. five-tool guy. He has all the yeah. tools, you know, so. It's was, good. was that Gladiator? Are you not entertained? Right, right. <laughs> right, right. Exactly, yeah. So you guys, you guys went, grew up at Hopstot then, going to Hopstot? Yeah, were you, I did. Were you around when they pit in the infield mm. with the guardrail? No. Because I've oh, seen man. photos, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, yeah really? right? They pitted in the infield with, a, with a little knee-high guardrail. Wow. I, I didn't start going until my parents took me, like, for sprint week and stuff. Yeah. And then, like, you know, I just went with them. I was young. I was, like, 10 years old. Oh, okay. I was in the NASCAR and stuff. But then when I got my license, I was like, I'm going to start going down there. So I started <laughs> going down there. Right. Uh, about, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago or so. But nice. I'm, we're usually there, like, every every week. But he's from Kentucky. So I'm not he, even originally from he's there. He's transplant. I'm, you sound like it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that sounds funny. I always yeah. tell everybody I, that. I love it, dude. I love, uh, you're like a skinny... Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> I like that. I haven't heard that before. Yeah. Uh, Which is not yeah. Yeah. Foreman, yeah. Foreman's saying yeah. yes. He agrees. I love yeah. it, dude. Damien, what do you think? Yes, For maybe. sure, dude. Yeah. Now that he said <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to hurt us. Everybody <laughs> else, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Where's this guy from? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you find him? Yeah. Uh, picked him up on the way here. <laughs> when I go back to visit my family, they're like, you sound so Indiana now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's the Yeah. It's like, everybody there says, like, where the fuck are you from? <laughs> hey, there's no doubt. When I go home, there's especially when I was living there in Indiana, like I'd go home and I'd have these certain words and certain like draws out at the end. And yeah. even even I would hear it as I said it. I'd be like, "What the hell? What was that? What yeah. did I just do? <laughs> Why'd I do that?" Yeah, because when I'm back there, you just like let just, it roll out. Yep. Yeah, just oh, yeah. get used. To, yeah, get yeah. in that rhythm. Well, uh-huh. the only well, getting back to Hobstot real quick. The only problem I have with Hobstot is that literally my top three all-time favorite pizza joints. Is Sandy's mm-hmm. down the street in Fort Branch, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're a fi- they're the fifty fifty sponsor, but they don't sell the pizza at the track. You have to call it in and have it delivered. They'll bring it to the track. Yeah, but that place is bomb. Yeah, that, yeah that's the, good. It's, that, it's the, sweet, kinda, the sweet peppers. Sweet peppers. They kind of it's kind of slipped a little bit. In the what? Pack. They've what? changed ownership, but I mean it's still oh. okay. Maybe it just depends. It's, it's still not it. bad. That made the three plus hour drive from Indy all worth it, dude. Yeah, you can come on down if you ever want to come that way. If you're ever that way, just let us know. Yeah. yeah. You ever see the big pizzas they have, like the ones that fit in like a truck bed? I have not. They're like they're bigger than this table. Like it's oh damn. You have to fit it, put it in like a truck bed to get it home. Well, me and my buddy and they cook it in like four pieces. You know, you can't cook a pizza that big. Oh. But anyways, no, that we'd go down there to Hobstad and um, we'd make sure on the way home we're like just. Pray to God Hobstock gets done before 11. Yeah. So we can at least call it in, go yeah. pick it up. And, dude, me and my buddy, we'd hammer out a large on the way home. We'd get two big drinks, oh, hammer yeah. out a large pizza with that pepperoni sausage and sweet uh, peppers. Sweet peppers. Woo-hoo-hoo. So good stuff. Is, yeah. That'll set you right. Oh, yeah. It's good for the ride home for sure. Oh, yeah. But, man, yeah, we're pumped, dude. But yeah. Yeah, dude. So what about you guys? What's your, what's your favorite track? you go to all of them out there or you just go to Hobstock a lot? or? Oh, we go to Hobstock. Every time they run, pretty yeah. much, well, except for they're running Saturday, and obviously yeah. we're here. Yeah. But 
Kokomo is probably one of my favorites. It is. We, huh? we, we go there. I like Terre Haute too. Terre Haute yeah, is. Oh hell yeah! That's Terre, it's badass. I've seen some of your videos, and Rich got some good pictures and stuff there. Yeah. But yeah, I saw you put some old old videos on there. Dude, Terre Haute. You've ran there, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was one of his spots, dude. We've I seen just, some classics with uh, that demon there. That yeah. single car qualifying just oh. gets me every time, man. Just that's an hearing event. that engine wound up. Yeah, and I'm in turn one. Well, always in infield. In the turn. hair on my arms is yeah. standing straight up. That's the juice. Yeah, that's the magic. Yeah, I know those right? tracks. Yes. I mean, yeah, there have been a bunch like those are the ones they just stand out. Like I don't know, in my mind, it, even when I was went there the first times, it was like these certain tracks. We that's where men go. You know, I mean, yeah, you you, you can. Run around these other, and not that you can't get hurt at the little tracks, yeah. I mean, but it's the perception that you can't. You go to the little tracks, and it's always it's it's in everyone's mind like, Safe. oh, it's this is small, you won't get hurt, and so that you race like that. And when you go to like, you know, Terre Haute, uh, Williams Grove, Manzanita, uh, Calistoga, I mean, right when you go through the gate, you're just it, 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 whether you're going to see a good race or not, you're like, holy moly, mm-hmm. these guys are going to be hauling butt, they're going to be hauling ass, and yeah. and. And, and and so you you're like everything you know is it's like this this thing of danger comes in you're like man if these guys get it wrong it's tonight could, get, could get bad. someone's gonna pay yeah. yeah yeah and then I feel like that if there's a little bit, there's a little bit of there's a group that just gets kind of separated and you're gonna watch uh, it you know maybe you could argue like sometimes it's not as great a race but you're gonna see a spectacle of speed tonight like oh you're yeah. gonna see guys run so hard and you're like you said you're gonna hear the motor dude it's gonna sound like you've never heard it before yeah. it's gonna sound like it's wound screaming. all the way out oh yeah just lit up you know and and especially non-wing the way you're sliding around at that speed and and you know it's 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 fun it's 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 great to watch man i I love it so when we would go to those places i would get excited man i was like yeah yeah this is gonna be good man did you guys you never did you never went to manzanita right no probably i've heard about it oh man Uh, i've heard it it was uh sucks sucks it's gone i know terrible man but it was uh it was it was so big. You like that place too, then? Yeah, it was big. It was yeah. legendary. It was hard to go around there. It took me a little while to get going. Uh, but but man, as soon as you as soon as you went there, I was like, oh man, this is. Dude, Manzanita yeah. was one of those kind of tracks. It's like that line from the Longest Yard movie with Adam Sandler, and it's like Manzanita is like that track's so fast that it makes other tracks look not fast. <laughs> like I mean, dude, it's so it, sneaky. It was so gnarly fast, half mile and. That place was literally in the middle of the desert with zero shade, and Keith Hall and those guys at Manzanita. Would ha- I've always saw it took rubber once in 20 years. Yeah. And damn. And that place would be so nice, right? Damn it, was, I mean, it was. Dude, it was. I mean, 115 degrees, and the place has got a cushion up to your. And calf. yeah, he's not. Really? He's not making that up either. It was. You'd see the main event. I mean, almost every time it'd be. It'd be a roll. It had a big corner, so it'd be like not put around the bottom, but it was roll around the bottom or just sailing around the fence. And usually. I mean, oh, you know, over a pretty good percentage, you'd see a good race, and it was going to be, you know, back in the day, like my day, it would be like Jeremy Sherman could come from, you know, the he, he never qualified good. He'd come from the back teens, you know, every single night to run. I bet he probably ran second and third a trillion times, you know, and he was always coming to the back, always running around the bottom, and then you'd have the other dudes just, just be mowing the top, you know, just blazing the top down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, – the announcer. Wendy McDonald. Wendy I was going to say, you, you got me. You're <laughs> dude, on it, dude. He You're was on legendary, it. dude. Oh. Legendary. He had, dude. Oh, I can hear it now. Sherman from 14th to 4th. Oh, yeah. He's he, good. Oh, Wendy would have a bottle of whiskey up there. He was originally from Oklahoma. Uh, Wendy yeah. McDonald. And he, uh, the, he was the legendary man's need a track announcer. And he, did, he wasn't, he didn't fill up a lap with empty air with a word. Like, he would be very calculated with his words. 
And when he would do it, he, even as an old-timer, he had it in his mind, like, it's entertainment. So I'm yeah. going to entertain yeah. these guys. So he had his bottle of Jack Daniels up there, and, you know, and Levi Jones would come out there, a guy from your guys' area, and be like, Levi Jones with a new track record. You know, and <laughs> yeah. he would just get after it, man. And it was all – it was great. It was a great place. Yeah. Talking about Manzanita real quick. We talked to Scott Delosio on here before. Yeah, yeah. And he uh, told us about the green burrito. Oh, dude, there. legendary. And I mean, whether you like, whether it's really what, what, you know, made up, whatever, it's legendary from anybody. Same manzanita, green burrito. <laughs> yeah, so he so he found the recipe. I don't know. Oh, he Somebody did? said it's debatable if it's, yeah. if it's, a, if it's a, the same thing, but I don't give a shit. Never had it, so <laughs> yeah, I'll try it. So yeah. we made it. Holy shit, it was amazing. Yeah. Well, well I, mean, I can't believe he – I mean, he's talking about the green burrito, which was great. They had the bean burrow. Green yeah. burrow. Okay, it was a burrow. So what? Burrow. So what is that? What? Well, green chili. Okay, yeah, green, Okay. They had a bean burrow, green burrow, and then they had with a cheese crisp. You're like, what the hell is a cheese crisp? It's quesadilla. But here we are on the Dirt Tracks and Rib Wraps podcast, and Manzanita had the best live cooked ribs. Hey. in the pits, dude. Yeah, well, they, wow. maybe they second did. best. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm all for it. I wish I could have partaken. They had a dude, that guy in the back. You're not yeah. gonna offend me. They, they had did. a dude, Cookie. I don't know what his name was, yeah. See, but this, know. you know, big, That's... large, black man. I don't remember his name, but he was a legend, dude. Yeah. And all That's he would do is right cook there. the ribs, dude. All day, all, all day, yeah. all night. That's good shit. And then right they do a two for one deal. Like as soon as they get done, the pits would flood in. I mean, they'd sell two dollar beers all night at Manzi. Oh, I yeah. mean, if you were a can collector like old yeah. Evelyn Pratt, uh-huh. dude, you'd make a ten thousand dollars collecting cans. We we flood into the pits <laughs> and they do the two for one deal. So you're drunk as fuck, getting yeah. turning it loose in the infield. There's three thousand people in the pits at Manzi, and uh, they do the two for one deals. Like, well, hot dogs and hamburgers now are a buck. They were five or whatever the deal was, but the ribs, dude, Manzi, yeah. Bomb. Sounds amazing. So yeah. That's, yeah. that's the good shit. We're not right overhyping there. it. We're actually no, overhyping it. I'm, I'm, I'm envious, actually. Yeah. I wish yeah. I, We've well, heard there's other places like that now, but, you know, but but it was, it was uh, like I said, what made it really, I mean, all that was great. Some of the places got great food and all that, but it was just a big legendary track, which I feel like, you know, in some places, I feel like we're losing some of those tracks yeah. a little bit. You know, yeah. the, the big, uh, everybody wants to build a track now is usually kind of small. They don't want to take up, you know, uh-huh. real, real estate costs so much, probably, but yeah. And the, and the big tracks are hard on stuff, too. So Yeah, that's what they complain. Then you, know? you hear people complain, like, oh, it's so hard on the motor. I'm not going to run that yeah. one. Which I is, think yeah, it's hard yeah. on the heart. <laughs> grandma yeah. and grandma and your, your kids and your mom and yeah. your, your wife and your girlfriend, yeah. both, yeah. whatever. Right. But uh, it's hard on everybody. Both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sad we never got to see Manzanita. But yeah, it was good. Yeah. You guys but been out to Paris yet? You know what? I was getting ready to bring that up. It's on the list. I'm flying out there in November. Nice. For, uh, for the, I don't uh, get to go. What was He's the, actually running. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the demon's coming out of retirement. Uh, yeah. Just for me, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. We're kidding. We're totally yeah. kidding. Yeah, just that. kidding. Don't want to get anything started there. He but, zipped up his helmet bag but, uh, for the final time. But uh, we are, uh, or I am, me and a buddy are flying out there. And Rad, dude. Oh, yeah. I've been saying I'm going to do it, and you just got to fucking do it, man. You'll love it, dude. It's, it's a it. great place. It's a cool spot, man. Yeah. I mean, CRA. You know, he dominated there for so long, yeah. and uh, now that he's gone, it's a little different scene because Damien's like baseball cards. He's he's one, like you give ten regular guys for one card of Damien's, right? <laughs> but those guys still race good. You got, you know, Roa. You got the Williams. Yeah. You got Charles Day, Joe Chuck D. Oh, Chuck D, You know, baby. RJ. You got Matt Mitchell. You yeah. still got some core dudes. You don't have super huge, what I'd call household names, Darlin, mm-hmm. Damien, Ron Schumann types. Yeah. But, dude, they're still put on great shows. They're yeah, still they're, turning great That's laps. one thing about Paris. It just 
it's always it just produces great race. I mean, you're always going to see a good race there just because of the way they do the way they do the track and the way it is. And then whether that's the, the environment, the track itself, the facility, dude, it's great. I mean, on its worst night, uh, it's it's great. The sound system, yeah. the lighting, the yeah. way the trailers are pitted in the infield, that's but, badass, they're, but yeah. they're dug into a hole so you, yeah. so you can see over them. Yeah. I mean, you can't really like if you were going to build lay one out and build a new one. I mean, you, you'd want to like. Do, do something it, like, do that. like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, I was there three weeks ago. It was 105 degrees, and dude, the thing was so tacky for hot laps and qualifying. It yeah. was like, I mean, you could have went home. You were, I mean, your your fifty dollar pit pass was yeah. literally worth every second. Yeah. I saw you had some iPhone shots. Yeah, yeah, dude, I got the I busted out the iPhone, and oh, yeah. they're back. I mean, uh, Cody Williams backing that thing in left front in the air. They got another dude out there, that Tommy Malcolm again. Yeah, not a huge household name yet. But this guy, he's a player, and he's always he's won, a, he's won a, one, or, one or two. Yeah, yeah he won yeah, a Tulare, sure, won yeah, another yeah. one. Yeah, but dude, these guys are in the hunt, man. And mm-hmm. like I said, they don't have huge household names yet, but it's still competitive. Everybody's kind of the same mm-hmm. speed, and it's a good show. You're going to have a blast out there, man. Yeah. And it's Scott, br- yeah. go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, bring Scott your wallet. Scott was saying, uh, bring your wallet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Scott was telling us, even the, the Not of Destruction nights, he's like, this place is packed Yeah. for the double-decker races and the whatever else they got going on there. Yeah. So, I mean, not just this, you know. It's the we crash shit nationals, dude. That's that's what it <laughs> yeah, is. We I just mean, crash shit I mean, and show up. I mean, you guys might not be into that, and I've got to watch it maybe once or twice. I'm 100 percent into yeah. crashing shit. Yeah, well, watching so, people crash shit. Yeah, as long as it's yeah. not mine, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you know what else I'm into, dude? On, the, on these YouTube videos, are the, yeah. ro- the 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 hill climb. Like 800 horsepower hill climbers, and but they, they get, put the, like the paddle towers on. Yes, they get yeah. just to the top, and they go, "Uh oh!" And they roll backwards and roll yeah, fucking yeah, nine yeah. miles down the hill, and <laughs> there's 10,000 people watching, yeah. trying not to get run over. There's some of that stuff over in like Tennessee, like around where we're at. That I've never been. Those guys are nuts, though. Yeah, there's some guys that fly over. They, they haul their stuff in like those shipping containers, and they're they're from like Iceland or something. I think they have a Facebook page. Mm. But yeah, they'll just haul ass up this hill and just get to the top, and like you said, flip all the way down, rebuild it, and do it again, like. That's bitching. Crazy. Yeah. So, you guys, uh, I mean, do you guys watch a lot of internet stuff? I mean, like, what's your favorite racing movie? Uh, You got a favorite racing movie out there? Mm. Like old school Stroker Ace or, you seen that one with Burt Reynolds? Mm. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, dude, you guys see it. I'm not a big movie guy. No? I'm trying to think of some. Racing movies, yes, but I'm trying to think on the spot. But Mm. Stroker Ace, born to race. Stroker Ace, born to race. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, I have seen that. I, I mean, that would probably be up there. I mean, it's like I said, put, put me on the spot. I'm just yeah, right. drawing a blank as I'm trying to think of no, something. No, that's okay. I mean, you got the classics. Me personally, I, I'm even wearing the hat, dude, but Rad. You ever seen Rad, the BMX movie? Oh, yeah. From the 80s? I watched that when I was in like eighth grade, I think. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, it's Crew Jones. Levi, or Levi Jones named his son Crew after the movie Crew Jones. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, BMX movie filmed up in Canada. Well, the director, writer-director of Rad did Stroker Ace and Smoking the Bandit. Oh, I didn't know Hal that. Hal Needham, yeah. And he was I a stuntman in Hollywood. In fact, Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Brad Pitt character, is based off of Hal Needham. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's a pretty cool little connection there. But Hal used to run stock cars. Um, at Saga Speedway, a little flat quarter-mile pavement right near uh, Hollywood. So on a Friday, Saturday night, Hal would show up in his little rollback, Stunts Unlimited on the side, all by himself, back that thing off the rollback, fire up, go race. Great dude, man. Made some great movies. Hell yeah. Yeah. Him and Burt were tight. Actually, it was the once in a while time in Hollywood, the DiCaprio and Pitt, that was Burt and and Hal Needham, based (laughs) after those two guys. Interesting little factoid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I actually watched that movie. When you were in eighth grade, too? 
Uh, <laughs> no, that ain't been out that long. Okay. <laughs> it ain't been too long ago. But I watched it just because I was yeah. bored, bored and I seen it and I was like, it looks, looks interesting. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, what yeah. do you do down in, uh, down in the Hofstad area? What do you do for a living? Well, I, used to, I, I was a coal miner for 23 years. Coal miner? Yeah. Where the hell did you do that at? Kentucky and Indiana. Holy shit. But that explained the drinking then. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It, go, it goes hand in hand. <laughs> what about you, dude? What do you do? Believe it or not, I'm an IT guy. Whoa. <laughs> so we can hack into the mainframe right now. Uh, I'm, I know just enough to be dangerous. So don't, yeah. right. I'm just a hardware guy. You know, yeah. hey, I need a mouse. I need a scan. I work for Shoe Carnival, their corporate office. Yeah. And I take care of their uh, all their stores. They got 400 stores. So computers, scanners, anything at their checkout, uh, monitors, brakes, I send them a new one. He could hack in so, and ruin some stuff. Not, yeah. not, very, no, not very calculated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very dangerous. I love no, it, I, no, I can't do no hacking stuff. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a dummy, but yeah. just the hardware yeah. stuff. No software programming, none of that. But, yeah. yeah. I switched a couple years ago to I'm a plumber now. Or I actually like run the – So you lay pipe. Yeah. Day and night. <laughs> Way's a way better job. <laughs> First, second, and third shift. I use the, the little pipes all I use. <laughs> All the years he was trying to turn that coal into a diamond, he's like, nah, it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. I'll just go to plum and land pipe. Oh, yeah. shit. But he actually gets a lot more time off now. He wouldn't be here right now in coal mine. Yeah. So. That, that was a big part of my decision. Like, I don't ever work a weekend. And now I just work like 40 to 45 hours a week coal mine, and it was 70 to 90. Yeah, just try out that normal week, yeah. normal work hours. Yeah. Yeah. I love Huge. it, dude. Yeah. yeah. So what are you guys I mean, doing I'm now, Damien? You're retired. You liking retirement? Or? Yeah, dude. I'm. I'm uh, yeah, I like it. I mean, uh, I'm. Uh, I got a little side business. I do. Well, side not side business now, but I've been doing for years. Just uh, through guys I've met from racing, I fabricate stuff for like high end homes and uh, I, uh, restore like big like big piles and stuff under houses in Malibu, like big rich houses. They. Oh, okay bunch of like wood piles concrete piles and we, we restore them wrap them in carbon fiber and basically restore the bottom of the house and then they build some five thirty million dollar house on oh, top of it shit so i'm getting into getting into that and then uh then uh, also uh basically i got it with uh started out with mike with all coast construction uh, the guy is kind of like the brainchild of this movie who shout out big mike yeah big mike yeah. Who, you know he's he really is the guy that came um you know, and, and started this. He, he wanted to film the world's fastest sprint car, you know, Bonneville. Didn't know it was going to be the world's fastest sprint car, but he wanted to film it, and then he wanted to make a documentary. And being where he was, he had a passion for movies and so forth, had this construction company, and, and he wanted to make this film. So he just started filming stuff and then kind of, like, morphed it into what it ended up being. But uh, I met him through, the, through that filming and uh, just started doing some projects for him. It would be, like, stuff that... Like I say, if you flip a phone book and you really can't find a guy in there that does it, there's not a specialist, then they just call me and they, they say, hey, can you make this happen? Can you figure it out? And so then that's yeah. what I do. And then that's slowly turned into a business. And, uh, you know, and then, and then as far as racing goes, I just uh, got to, you know, I don't know, it's been probably going on for a year or two, but I just got to the point where I wasn't having as much fun at the track. And there's a lot of things I, I, I miss about it and stuff, but... It's not the being at the track and, and, and so forth. Uh, it's more just working on the car, figuring it out. And, uh, you know, and it's like anything. Like, you miss that, like, when you first started, that camaraderie of being around everybody working. And, you know, I don't know if it's just me getting older or if it's just the, or it's just California and the way things have gone out there. But 
uh, it's hard to get anywhere. You know, I mean, yeah. you, we work on the car on after you know after work, and you know, we before when I first started there, we'd have ten guys helping out, and then now it's gotten down. You know, you have me and another guy, three guys. You know. The Alexanders. I mean, we yeah. those two guys. Mark We're older guys too, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody's getting older, right? So Mark yeah. and Steve and me, and and there'd be other guys, but I mean, those are the core guys making it happen. And uh, you know, it just gets tough after those years, and pretty soon it's just it's like another job, and and uh, and then the travel out there. Just I mean, even going 30 miles out and out there is getting tough. Um, yeah. And so I just decided, hey, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. For me, it was just uh, wasn't having as much fun at it, and. Um, and the Alexanders, they they ceased, they shut down. Yeah, we had been talking about. It. They kind of always, it's kind of in the last couple of years, they said, "Hey, if you if you decide to quit, then we're probably just going to quit too." Yeah. So every year we just talk about it. Hey, you want to go another year? And they were always kind of wanting to. You know, they would want to go, and I think they probably would have went another year, maybe. You know, but uh, I don't know. I just felt just inside when I again, I would enjoy every aspect of it. But when I'd be sitting on that tire there Saturday night. You know, I wasn't having as much fun, and yeah. and maybe it's a little bit too the, um, I wasn't having as much fun even even winning and and, and doing that. That you know, I'm getting old, dude. The yeah. generation people have changed. Yeah. Uh, the racers have changed. Uh, the people, the guys I race, it just it wasn't as much fun even competing competing against them. So I just decided maybe if I felt that way, maybe it was just time for me to get out. And uh, I'm young enough, I can still go do something else. And uh, so yeah, plus, but you know, I love to come back. I love hanging out with guys like you. Been, in, you know, love the sport, and I love, I still, love, you know, love the sport. I like being around it. Yeah, I love coming here. I get to see a lot of people that I, I haven't seen in years or don't see it that often, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, makes me miss it a little more. But, but uh, yeah, so it's you know, it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. Well, a couple things about Damien that a lot of people don't really know is that where he lives is seven hours from Paris. Damn, seven. Seven. That's so like from us to. That's, that's almost, how far it is to here for us. That's just right. Well, so, right. so imagine. So yeah, in the same state from Hobstad yeah. to the Knoxville, and race every single weekend for mm -hmm. twenty years, living that far, and that's what he did. You know, I mean, he, and he's not the only one. I mean, yeah, the gas man Richard Griffin did it. I mean, his run in the fifty. I mean, he did it for years, flying his own plane personally from Damn. Silver City to wherever we run Paris twenty times a year at the time and all the other tracks. And another thing, too, is interesting about, you know, you always hear the comparison between CRA, or USAC CRA, and the national deal. It's like, oh, well, CRA's regional. Yeah. Not really, because from Ventura to Chico, nine hours. Yeah. His house, Ventura to his house, seven hours, or Paris to whatever. Hanford's three. Manzanita's seven. So, I mean, the West Coast guys, it's not like you just jump in the truck and go down yeah. the highway and you're there in an hour. I mean, you got to put in some miles, Jack. So, yeah. little little perspective for those that don't know. That's shit. Yeah. We're lucky in Indiana. like For sure. Yeah. All the tracks are within four hours of each other. Yeah. yeah. You, you can be from Lawrenceburg to Hobstock yeah. within four hours. No doubt. Yeah. yeah Kokomo's about four for yeah. us. Yeah. But. Well, the funny thing about his, his gig, you know, he's, he's pretty, you know, humble about everything, but – He's like the go-to guy. He's like the assassin for the for his his Malibu, his his construction stuff that he does. You know, and like Robert Downey Jr. If he needs something done, this is the guy. Oh. Old Iron Man, you know. Oh, dang, get <laughs> on Iron Man's house. Catopia. Oh, yeah. Catopia. Yeah, Damien did some crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I say, yeah. if they draw a picture and it doesn't look like you're like, I call a plumber, well, or uh, you call the carpenter. They look at the picture and like, and they're like, who should we call? And like, I don't know. And then Mike, they'll call Mike. This all, all calls me. Mike, we need to get this done. And he'll, then he calls me. Hey, 
we need to make this happen. Yeah. And then we just gather up. You know, sometimes it's not always me doing everything. Yeah. It'll just be me, me facilitating whatever that is, right? Yeah. And uh, But, you know, because Mike it, at All Coaster, he's got a great, just great knack for that, too, of just making it happen, putting it together. It's kind of, along with building these, you know, five $30 million houses for people, he also can just make things happen. So, it, so people will just call him to do that. And that's what his construction company does, too. Anything from just making special little projects happen to building $30 million houses. Uh, so, you know. We'll be at dinner. We're at dinner the other night talking. And he's like, and Mike and him are talking business. He's like, hey, we're going to talk a little business real quick. Then we'll get into this movie thing. And uh, he's like, yeah, okay. And Mike's like, so when's Neil getting back? I go, Neil? Yeah, Neil Diamond. When's he getting back? Because we got to finish that job. And they're just talking like it's nothing, dude. Yeah. Like it's like Bob oh, next door. Yeah. Just like just Neil. Neil Diamond, bro. Neil Diamond. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. Is she on? Where's Megan, dude? Oh, we yeah. need to get another Schlitz. Is, is she on it? Yeah. She's on it. Thanks, Rich. Oh, yeah. We got Foreman here, dude. Yeah. World famous photographer. He's got his own magazine now. Actually, Damien put Damien on the cover. Actually, yeah. yeah. Thanks for that. It was a Thank you, great Megan. magazine, man. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, it's kind of crazy, but I knew you did pictures. I knew that. I mean, obviously, I, Buckley tells me they're great. And I'm, and uh, and I don't go on the internet much and like look around exactly. So I'm sure I'm just like take his word and and I'm sure I've seen a ton of your stuff. But then I saw that ma that the book magazine, whatever you want to call it, and I was like, dude. This is really nice, dude. I mean, it was professionally laid out. It's high quality. Yeah, actually, I, or, I ordered. Yeah, it's actually. like a, yeah. I've got it. Yeah, and then yeah. I saw it at the USAC. I didn't even. I mean, I was like, I could just bought it here, which I do love it. I, I, mean, I don't be. Awesome I had to buy two. Yeah. Or more because I don't want to. First one, I didn't want to bend it because I was like thinking, yeah. I don't want to open it up. I'm too not far. opening it. <laughs> I put this one in a frame. I'm hanging it on the wall. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it's badass. Great. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, you definitely need to check yeah. it out. Well, Rich it's not just me in it. It's a. It's a. It's a. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like season, it's the season, right? And it's, he does it's a quarterly. Every three months, he put, does four yeah. a year. So yeah. if you haven't seen that, I would definitely check it stuff. out. Yeah, it's, where it, can you find that out? Yeah, where can we find yeah. that? Rich form of photography, dude. Rich form of photography. Yeah, he's on the gram yeah. and uh, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, he's, all that. he's on all the. He's, I mean, TikTok. You know, he's doing yeah. dances. Nah, you don't. I don't you know. Don't, you don't dance. I don't he, know, he's man. doing this dance. Yeah, TikTok, and you don't stop. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, dude, it's. We're happy to be here, man. We're really looking forward to the movie tomorrow. We're doing it tomorrow in the National yeah. Spring Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Um, they got a great little theater in there. Now, do the limited seating. This is our – I thought it was the leader of Godsmack, for, the singer of Godsmack for a second. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, is that Sully, dude? Wow. <laughs> Welcome to Knoxville, homie. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, um, yeah, the, the, the movie, man. Yeah, let's, get, let's, in, let's, let's get into yeah, that. Let's, yeah, let's get into that and, like, how what our plan is. Yeah. Right, you know? So what, what the deal is. Yeah, so do like I said, do the limited seating. It's it's we kind of got to narrow it down at least this premiere to VIP whatever and media people. We want to again maximize yeah. our opportunity that we have here. Again, the biggest stage, Knoxville. So they were really awesome about that. I used to do a film festival here every year from Knoxville. They do an invite. I did three films, a really cool thing. Blah 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 blah. And I shot them, and you know we put this whole deal together. And but uh, it's gonna be fun, man. You know. We're, yeah. It's a really fun film. It's it's different. You know, there's a lot of things. People are putting things out now that are cool, and they're, they're really well done. And But it, this one's a little bit different. It's a little more, I don't know, I even know how to say it, but it's a great story, the, his story, you know. And yeah. for me personally, when it was announced, and I was even talking about this last night with Casey Schumann, it, you know, it, when this announcement came out that Damien's going to try to go 200 on the salt, and everybody kind of had the attitude, it's like, come on. He's got six miles to go 200. They were going 170 at Syracuse with the yeah. Outlaws. And it's like, I'm glad you think that. I'm glad yeah. that you have that perception because when you see this film, it's going to yeah. be completely different. 
because when you see how difficult it really is to yeah. go 200 miles. And I think you see, you know, you don't just see it from my perspective. You see it from guys at Bonneville, the guys that have been going there a long time. And you'll see it, you know, you'll see it happening. And then you'll also see it from these other Bonneville guys from their perspective of, like, like how hard it's going to be. Meaning, like, you know, I think, you know, a couple guys have said to me, like, as I would travel around that in between the years when I did the first one and when I went back, and they, they like he said, they would think, well, it doesn't seem that hard. I mean, we go 170 now. And, and, uh, and I thought, yeah, I mean, you know, if you don't, if you just think about it real quick, you'd be like, yeah, you should be able to go 200, no problem, right? We'll just get more power or, or whatever. And then you realize, like, when you go out there and you're around the Bonneville guys and you start getting involved in it, you start to think, you start to realize, like, and I'll be honest, I was a little bit of, like, naive to it because when, when I went out, these guys were like, they would look at the car or think of what I was going to do, and they would just go, you're going to go 200? And I'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, huh, and nothing? And I'm like, yeah. The biggest, Watch me, bitch. Yeah, their biggest, yeah. Their, their biggest problem was because it was so short. You know, that's the yeah. biggest so problem. So six with, miles, that's it. Well, it's it, uh, yeah, it's actually well, the, the car. It, yeah, it's five miles. Okay. You know, and then you you shut down. So it's so actually you had five miles to get to your your speed you were trying to get to. Yeah, there's actually different tracks you go you can okay. go to, and then like when you're like that car we could go to a different one, but there's different tracks. There's ones that are like three miles, and then you go out the back, so it'll be five because you could slow down for a certain amount of time. The big track. Is uh, I think it's like five miles, and then you sh- you could shut down for three. So it's like technically eight miles, but like the big cars that do like 400 or whatever, they might need you know more time to slow down. But but ultimately you end up going to the five mile, or just to take advantage of getting up to speed and everything per se going right, especially in that car because uh, the getting the, getting it to accelerate that that hard and that fast uh, with those skinny tires and then yeah. on the salt which. The salt is like really, it's not as grippy at, at all. Like it's pretty slick. It's so like slick. ice, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. So straight up. So getting it, getting it accelerated to up to that speed is really difficult, and you'll kind of see that in the movie. But um, so the five mile just makes it because ultimately it's about the top speed. It's not about how fast we get there. So yeah. it's about like we just want to use as much distance as we can, and uh, you would think it would be easy, like I said. And then when you when you get there, you kind of these guys kind of joke around with each other, like about. They just laugh up to with each other about it, thinking like, eh, "Good luck, dude." Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> they know. Yeah, and it would turn out to be, you know, it would turn out to be, uh, it would work out, but it was be a challenge along the way. It wasn't just like go down there. Oh, it's easy, no problem, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we'll put it this way: like when him and Mike approached me about doing the film, about writing, directing, and making this film for him, I'm like, when he, well, when he did it, I was like, "Yeah, cool. He's my buddy. I want to see him succeed." But I didn't really uh, take into account how difficult it was. I was that same person. It's like, well, we're going 170 at Syracuse, blah, blah, blah. Once you see this film, you get a whole new appreciation. And the way he explains everything, you, you gain so much knowledge and a whole newfound respect. Because let's face it, a lot of us are in auto racing. We don't know anything about Bonneville. We just know right. it's a place for speed. We just don't know it's – we know it's out there in Utah. It's salt. It's whatever. Yeah. But once you see this, you really get an appreciation for what he did. And what he did was this. He took a beast pavement USAC sprint car, chopped it up a little bit, and literally built this thing in a garage. It wasn't like he was going to some Hendrick Motorsports and fucking wind tunnel tests and all this crazy shit. No, 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 no. This guy spent, you know, six months getting the right parts, trying to do the right thing, and basically taking a real sprint car and trying to go 200 with it on the salt, which is like ice and slushy snow, really. It's not like you go on a nice 
juicy, fresh pavement and go, oh, yeah. we went 200. Where's our jackets and stickers? No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it, was a, it was an adventure that and he really, every time he went, he literally, literally put his life on the line. Yeah. Oh, you know? hell yeah. I mean, it's, I mean there's a, oh, we don't want to spoil everything, but there's a couple moments in the first run that he did, the first year attempt, and it got a little sketchy. You know, yeah. when you yeah. fucking get that thing loose at 200 miles or 190 yeah, miles an hour, yeah, you get the yeah. starfish twinkling a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it was good, yeah. Um, on the salt, too. On the salt, yeah, yeah and that stings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keep that out the starfish. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the bulk of the film, you know, it's an hour and 23 minutes. Okay. And it's, it's 83 minutes. And, uh, you know, a good portion, 40, 45 minutes of the film, we take you through the Bonneville stuff. However, we wanted to make sure and have that sweet balance of adding his sprint car stuff in as well. I mean, he's a 10-time USAC champion. He's second in all time to one guy, AJ, AJ Foyt. Foyt. You know, yeah. think about that for a second. Yeah. You know, Levi Jones has five titles. He has 10. Yeah, it's a little different. You know, yeah. you know yeah. AJ has 13, you know. So it's crazy. You take that into account. So we wanted to make sure. And plus, we got a lot of old-school OGs from the CRA, SoCal, NorCal, California, West Coast, Arizona people yeah. that were there when he first came down because he was a wing racer. Damien was a tried-and-true 360, 410 winged sprint car racer in Northern California at the time of Brent Katie, Hall of Famer, of some really gnarly dudes. Ronnie Day, which they never talk about, which is Corey Day's father. Yep. He was a badass. Oh, he was bad. So, yeah. I mean, he raced yeah. against a lot of badass tried and true wing guys. Calistoga. I mean, we got a clip of him outrunning Jason Myers, an outlaw champion at Calistoga. You know what I mean? So, badass. when he made the move, yeah. you know, he had a friend of his, Kevin Erton, who was a 360 legend up in Placerville. And Kevin's like, dude, and this was, what, 2001-ish when SCRA really was the number two to the outlaws. I yeah. mean, as far as popularity and, yeah. and just Absolutely. bigness. Yeah. And, and he goes, dude, you, you got to go down and run SCRA. He goes, fuck, come on, dude. It's fucking seven hours. Yeah, it's it was, a lot yeah. of money. I mean, that's what I, that's what I mean. It's non-wing. Like, We've never done that. Right. Yeah. So and you kind of just jumped into the non-wing. Oh, dude, yeah. Me. I mean, totally. Like, I mean, I, you know, I, you know, I was thinking about this the other night, and I was like, I really – you know, I was I was getting into racing. Like I didn't have, you know, I didn't come from rich family, whatever. My dad just was a construction worker, and luckily I worked for a lot of guys when I was younger. You know, from the time I was like 12 years old, I had a summer job. I had these jobs through my dad's friends, and they would give they these guys would help me sponsor me later, and uh, and but they'd come to the track and be the guys that helped out and do whatever. And I went to wing racing up there, and and uh, you know, like Brent Cading, he would talk to me, give me some advice about this and that, and. I was really just trying to figure out how to make it. And by, in my mind, making it just meant to drive for somebody or because I knew I couldn't continue like this, I mean, spending this spending kind of money. Spending that much money. And the, everything, the travel, everything. And I knew guys let, that were helping me were going to get exhausted over at, after a certain amount of time. So I knew there was a time span of limited. Like, hey, you got to go hard and do, do all you can to get to this place because, you know, it was like we're trying to make it to, to that, like I said, to get a ride, to be a driver. And I started thinking in my head, maybe I could make a living racing cars. And so I really made an effort to do that. And so uh, wing racing at the time was up there was good. Um, but at the time, as Kevin Erton kept mentioning SRA. And when I looked around, it was like, you know, these, these legends, you know, Cruzman, Gasman, Rip. And, and these guys, and I looked, and I'm like, these guys are paid guys. Like, whether they were making a ton or not, or however they made it happen, yeah. these guys showed up, showed up with their helmet bag, at least, you know, and, and drove race cars. And they went home. And so I thought, that, well, that's what I want to be. And so 
I went down there the first time, and I drove cars since. I, I mean, I drove cars. My, you know, my dad started driving me drive the pickup truck when I was, uh, you know, when he put me on his lap when I was probably six years old. OG truck pull guy, right yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. Oh yeah, we used to yeah. Yeah, truck pull too. But so I did that. You know, so I knew wings were different, man. I had to figure them out. You know, the whole yeah. load, the way it loaded the car and figure. It took me a while. It took me a year. I didn't first time at it when I started. I raced dwarf cars first. I get into sprint cars. I went right from dwarf cars to sprint cars. And it took me like a year to figure it out. And then finally, at the end of that year, I was getting it together. And we started winning and running good. And then Kevin Burton says, hey, you should need to go down there, man. This is where it's at. And I remember thinking, okay. So we went there on a whim. And I ran good. And I just remember, you know, feeling that environment. Like when I won there, dude, it was like people, it just, everything was, it was like being, everyone was excited. Yeah. And it was like, oh, man. And. You could feel the vibe, you know, everyone. And so I just kept going back and kept going back. And, and ultimately, you know, that deal, those little pinnacle moments made it to where I could go on to eventually, you know, you know race for a living and do it for a living. And, uh, uh, but it was all those guys and, and so forth. But at the time, SRA was, was, it was the place to be. Yeah. And like he was saying, you know, now we think of USAC and the Outlaws and, or, and wing racing is the biggest thing right now, right? And, but, but there was a time when, like, you know, SCRA, I mean, when you looked on the, you know, when we had magazines back then, when the, you looked the, on the, the cover. cards and shit. Yeah, yeah. when you yeah. looked back then at the cover of uh, Open Wheel Magazine, you know, it was going to be oh, yeah. split up between, you know, Outlaws, SCRA, oh, yeah, and a couple USAC guys. Yeah. And that was going to be who dominated these magazines because these were the guys. Yeah. And so, and it just it morphs around. I mean, and uh, at the time, SCRA was the place to be, and I was fortunate to hit it right. Uh, Schumann, you know, yeah, Ron Schumann was a big pinnacle guy there. He, he, you know, I think it was kind of a combo deal. I was trying to make it to this point where I could get a ride, and he saw me as a guy that could help SRA help the sport get bigger or whatever. And so we kind of meshed together, and, and uh, yeah, it worked out pretty good, obviously. Dude, so. and it worked because yeah. they saw they saw the value. Ron Schumann was smart. He saw the value in Damien immediately. You know, Damien. Again, we're not going to spoil too much about the movie, but there is an interview. It was Damien's breakout interview, and he he uh, nailed it. He won a dash, and he just went turned it <laughs> as loose as you could get on the mic. And I'm I'm in the grandstands going, I love this fucking guy already, dude. I don't even know who he is. He's this little dude, all dressed in a black suit, no fancy nothing, just straight black, yeah. green car. I'm like, this guy's breaking all the rules. It's like a Oh, yeah. And when he came to SCRA, he had the hood scoop. He had a girdie. He had lightweight parts where all the SCRA cars were like Cadillacs. You hear non-wing cars. Oh, you've got to oh, build yeah. this thing like a Cadillac where it's cozy. Yeah. Oh, no. He changed the entire game. And when we went, Ron They used to be like, hey, man, is that a – you got a wing motor in there? And I'd be like, a wing motor? I mean, yeah, and I'd say, what is that? And they'd be well, that's one of the wing motors. I said, I don't know. It's just a – motor i'm just trying to afford to buy the next bigger at the time yeah. uh, at the time you know i had i, I like motors i'm into that type that aspect of it so i was like uh well i had this you know i would get some motors from gertie and you know thankful to gertie at the time he would he would uh you know he took care of me i don't even know why he just took to me or whatever and i would get sammy's old motors and so he was giving me for a decent price and I, and I just, first I had this one, and then I got the bigger one. And so I remember my first year I went on that SD, on the tour back to the Midwest, and I picked up my brand-new Big Dirty. Couldn't wait to put that thing in to go to the Grove. Yeah. You know, and it was like <laughs> we were exhausted, and my guys were like, we're going to change the motor? I said, oh, yeah. 
we're putting the new one in. And they're like, why? And I said, because it's bigger. <laughs> it makes more power. Yeah. And we're going to the Grove. This is a no-brainer. The yeah. Group, the on, Grove, dude. Look, dude. look at it, too. Yeah. It looks like it should win. <laughs> we got to have that yeah. in the car. We got to yeah. tell you guys that Grove story. We got to tell all the listeners the oh, Grove man. story. So, yeah. so Ron Schumann, man, always trying to get. Now, real quick about Ron Schumann. He's one of the only guys to have great success didn't win a title with the Outlaws, but he had seconds, thirds, fourths. And this is an era with St Steve and Sammy were at their peak. Brad Doty, Wolfgang, yeah. a whole bunch of dudes. And Ron Schumann left the World of Outlaw Tour. Cars are getting too fast. It's not about skill. It's about motor and wing now. I'm out. I'm going back to Tempe, Arizona. I'm going to run CRA at Ascot, et cetera, et cetera. Well, fast forward. Ronnie Schumann finally retires. Now he's the big dog out west, right? President of SCRA. And he starts the non-wing world championship. Well, what is that? Well, we're taking the boys on the road. We want to we want to take these SCRA guys, allow other guys, wing guys, to pull the wings off. We're taking them across the country on tour. So that was really the year. And Damien picked a great time to run non-wing and join us here because you had Bud Cading, who was at the top of his non-wing yeah. game. You had J.J. Yaley, Gasman, Cruzman, Rip Williams, all Hall of Famers, right? Mm -hmm. So... With Damien's mindset and philosophy, which we really get into in this movie, is why he did the things he did, when he did the things he did, and why he did the things he did. And when he went to that non-ring world championship, he lit the world on fire. You know, and he wasn't even really called the demon yet. I mean, he had to really earn that name, and he did. Him and him and Yaley got into some, you know, Yaley was like the big dog. You know, he was SCRA yeah. hot shit, oh, went yeah. to USAC, you know, started to be a real hot dog there. And here comes this young unknown dude from Northern California that nobody knows anything about because we didn't have Twitter. We didn't have Facebook. We didn't know shit. This guy comes down, just turning it loose, setting the world on fire, goes to Oskaloosa, 30000 to win, runs, leads it, runs second to Travis Rylett on seven cylinders, running yeah. through the grass. But he's yeah. outrunning Yaley. He's outrunning Hod. He's outrunning all the guys. We go to the Grove. Here we go. SCRA oh, non-wing. First time at the Grove in 15 fucking years. And we're here. And we're ready for it. Yeah. All the wing hardcores at the Grove, you know, Beer Hill, Inside Turn 3. They're like, fuck these non-wing guys. They're slow. They're this or that. First lap of hot laps. Backed it into Turn 3 on the cushion. They're like, who the fuck's the Silver 20 car? That's Damian Gardner. He's probably going to win tonight. He did. Oh, dude. Yeah, he yeah. went around Yaley and never looked back. It was yeah, that place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I rolled across there, I remember we were late getting there. We had to change the motor. Yeah. In the in the in the, in the pit uh, the parking lot, so we get across there, and I remember going across there, and I, they're pushing me as the, the motor's just in the car and still got stuff to hook up, and we're and they're literally calling for hot laps, and we push across the mud, you know, and I look to the, I look to the right because you go right to the middle of the backstretch, and I look down to the right and I look to the left, and I thought. Dude. <laughs> and I just remember, I mean, this is what I really said in my head. I thought, dude, whoever wins tonight is going to have to be a man. Like, because you're going to, like, when you're rolling down that straightaway, you're going to be like, when you want to lift, you got to go a little bit further. Because, and I, and no, no lie. Yeah. We go in the heat race, and in my mind, I thought, hey, I'm going to go down here, and, all, you know, it was kind of like a, you could run right around the bottom and had a big cushion. So I thought, well, these guys are going to go down here, and they're not going to want to run, run the cushion on the first lap. But they're going to miss the bottom, right? They're all just going to slide out. So I'm going to stick the bottom, and by the time we come off back on the backstretch, I should be getting a few of these guys. So I roll down there, and I'm just, you know, I'm starting sixth. I roll down in there, and I 
you know, I flicked this sucker because I'm going to be backed in. I'm going to get stuck on the bottom. And I'm not lying. I throw it in there. And as I'm sliding down there, I look at, I'm looking at the guardrail. And I look down. I still got another 30 fucking 30 <laughs> feet to go. <laughs> I didn't make the turn yet. So I just remember, no lie. I remember I just floored it. Yeah. And hopefully the tires just lit up and just and luckily the car just like skated all the way down there and then I stuck and went around the bottom. Yeah. But I'm, I'm no lie. I mean I was dead and you know <laughs> I, I'm trying to think at the time. I mean I'd run Manzanita maybe once at this point, so I'd run bigger tracks, but yeah. nothing like this. Yeah. I mean maybe one time in an on wing car. So I like I said I went down there and I you know I threw in way too early and I remember thinking <laughs> oh man you made you messed up but <laughs> you didn't go far enough. It's I mean, like you, bumper. We bowling, had dude. this we had this talk in our head earlier. You had to go another 30 feet before you lifted. Yeah, I just told myself I got to go further than I want to stop. Yeah. And then I went <laughs> earlier than I wanted to stop. Oh, yeah. Dude, and he was a showstopper. Oh, yeah. I was filming. Me and Dean Mills were tag team in the S-Series video deal at the time. I'm in town inside three. Mills is up top. But, dude, this cushion, it was something you don't see very often oh, yeah, at, really the, cool. at the Grove. It was a big, gnarly curb getting in, and then it, would, it was blowed out in the center because guy would pick it up. And then bang the guardrail in the center corner, and then pick it back up, and it it, it eats some cars. But dude, he would sail it in there, and I saw him run into turn three twenty five different ways in thirty laps. Oh yeah, backed in straight, slide yeah. to it, get in on it, and dude, he fucking stomped him. Yeah, it was stomped good. him. It was good. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, first time there, he first, it's pretty amazing. It's the first time you see the yeah, place. Yeah, right. First time, yeah. You know, and a guy yeah. that's fresh. You know, you don't see guys really at all pull wings off anymore. We don't see that crossover, no. unfortunately, yeah. but. To see a guy do it like, like he did mm-hmm. and dominate like he did, I mean, going fast was never his problem. It was the, it was the craft. It was the technique of learning how to be good at non-wing. And for him to be raw-dogging it out there <laughs> and, and win on that stage against Bud Cating, against Gasman, against Yaley, against all the best non-wing guys, it really – that's when it put him on the map. It's like, oh, shit, the demon, yeah. Damien. Yeah. Put him here. on notice. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. Yeah. But it was the right time. I mean, I was – I was really fortunate at the time just to meet a lot of great people at that time in that first year uh, with, in, 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 with the non-wing world championship coming out here. I mean, that's how I was able to, to be, meet so many great people from both sides, right, from, from non-wing to the, to the, and in the wing side and, and really just kind of, you, you know, which is, it was just good for, the, for me. As the, and, and, like, I look at it as it's me, but it's as the, as the sport, because that's what it's about, like, trying to help these guys, everybody get up and down the road, get sponsors and get that. And at the time, it was just getting my name out to everyone. And, and uh, you know, and I could ultimately, down the road, turn that into sponsorship, turn that into money, turn that into helping me continue to do it, which is ultimately what I decided that, that single year I, I knew. And actually, when we came to the non World Championship, that was like halfway through the season. I knew that that was to make or break it. Like I needed to make it this year, or I wasn't gonna. Yeah. It was. I was done. I was out of money. It was gonna be over. Like for me, and no, no more. You know, no more racing around. Yeah, yeah. And there was gonna be no more race team for it. I was gonna. Yeah. I was gonna spend every dime I had, and hopefully it worked out. And yeah, it did. Fortunately, it did. You know. And plus, too, up. he didn't really ease in either. It wasn't like, hey, I just want to go in there and be humble and this and that. No, dude. Like he went in there to make a statement. Like we said, to be. To get noticed. And the first two things he did was he immediately got beef with Bud Kading and he immediately <laughs> got beef with J.J. Yaley. The two guys – so what you did now was is you made the crowd kind of decide. Mm-hmm. Like, do I, am I a Bud guy? Am yeah. I a J.J. guy? Or am I a demon – a demon – or excuse me, a demon guy? Yeah. And the one great thing about Paris and really in California racing is that 
specifically at Paris is once that checkered flag falls, the whole grandstand goes into the pits. It's not like Indiana where everybody's like, well, I could live 15 and get the fuck out of here. No. <laughs> everybody would go down yeah. into the pits, buy shirts, shake hands, where a lot of sponsorship opportunities would happen, but it was more like a, a backyard barbecue vibe. So yeah. they come down, yeah. and it was just – it was fucking great, man. I'm telling you, dude, I've been super – again, super fortunate in my career to, like, how things have happened because, I mean, I've sent out all the sponsor package, and I've, I've learned how to do it pretty well, and I do – do have, I can lay it out all pretty good, you know. But I'm going to be honest with you. The, the thing that always got me through the door, that initial, was – I mean, I can't tell you how many times, how many of the big sponsors I've had through the years, the guy just comes straight out of the stands. Straight to the oh, stands, yeah. and he's like, hey, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're pretty good. Yeah, you want to um, – You need some money? <laughs> I want to talk to you about, uh, you know, helping you out. Oh, yeah? And I'm usually you know, be signing autographs or whatever and, and however it may be. When I got the Pace sponsorship, yeah. that guy came, and that ultimately would move me to Indiana. That guy literally sent his pilot down, and he said, the pilot came, yeah, and I'm signing autographs. This guy came down. He says, hey, man, see this guy right here? His name's Pat, yeah. Business card. Take this card. He says, uh told me to tell you, if you want to start a non-wing rent car team and move to Indiana, give him a call. Oh, and shit. I, I said, all right, yeah. <laughs> the guy's living right. in Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. End of the story. That was the golden ticket, dude, for yeah. him. I mean, you were there for, what, six, seven-ish years? Seven years, seven. yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty good time? or? Oh, yeah, dude. I enjoyed Indiana. Like I said, I never got used to the weather. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> only because, man, I mean, I was just used to, like, ten months out of the year. California. <laughs> Eleven sometimes, right? I would be out. I mean, I'm an outside guy, right? I mean, I'm outside doing something. Boats, motorcycles, doing something. Always, yeah. yeah. So I was just used to that. So when I would move to Indiana, I just, it just, I just never got used to. It. I mean, I like, I love the people. I love the environment, the racing. I loved everything. Was like you, you could just work on race cars, go down here, and get this guy to help you do this. And everybody was kind of into that, so it was fun. But just never. And my family wasn't there. You know, I grew up close to my family, uh, and so. Um, it was hard to leave them and go there. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I never – but I kind of always knew I would go home. But uh, but y there was nothing about it other than just the weather. I just never – I mean, I would just – I'm kind of like a clean guy too. Not not like overly clean this and that, but my, I have like a motorcycle and my boats, and they're all cleaned up. And I just remember I would ride to Indiana – I'd ride to my shop on my, on my bike, and I'd leave my house. It's about 20 miles away, 15 <laughs> yeah. miles. And I'd be like, oh, man, nice day today. I'm take off. Whoa, I'll be riding all of a sudden. I'm like, the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a black cloud. <laughs> yep, just getting and I'd just off. be riding in the rain, dude. My bike's just hammered. You yeah. know, and I'm like, what the hell? That wasn't supposed yeah. to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Took my bike out for 15 minutes. I'm going to have to spend two hours cleaning it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know what I'm like? And you're yeah. soaking wet. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, dude, yeah. Radar didn't show shit. Yeah, yeah. that's the that's classic about the midwest that i just never got used to right i mean in california like it, we have storms and stuff but they're, they're gonna let you know it's yeah. friday we're gonna have a big storm it's gonna last about three days and sure enough <laughs> here here comes the, here comes the gray clouds on maybe they're not exactly right on the time or how long it's gonna last but it's gonna be here but it's close yeah. and you it's gonna it's rain that. don't plan things for the weekend in, outside because it's gonna rain it rains and it goes away and then hey next weekend's gonna be sunny let's go to the lake yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> You ain't getting that out of no, here. No, no. You move to the Midwest, they're like, we're going to Lake Indiana. And I realize this is about, you know, you have to adapt, right? You, you, your buddy, you'd be like, hey, we're going to go to Lake this weekend or wherever. Like, or we're racing. Even yeah. in even the way we race, they would be like, they cancel the races. Yeah. It's going to rain this weekend. We're canceling. Indiana, like, it's going to rain. Like, so? Well, yeah. Are we racing? 
Yeah. Why wouldn't we race? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, we're going to try to get it in. It might <laughs> be raining. It might only be raining ten mi- a mile down the road. That doesn't mean it's going to rain at the track. Yeah. Like, my mind just couldn't fathom. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. We don't you're know like, that's going You're like, these guys are idiots. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah, what are you talking about? So did you move back in the winter? Did you stay through the winter, too? Did the cold weather get you, or did you move back uh, off-season? No, I, I stayed a lot. But I, well, I took advantage of both because we would race out there at the end of the year. Okay. So yeah. I would go okay. west. Perfect. Yeah. And then I would stay oh. for the holidays and all that. So I'd yeah. miss. I would okay. usually miss the December. Worst yeah. yeah, all like probably a good thing you missed that. Yeah, <laughs> and I'd come back. Use or then I'd go to Chili Bowl. Oh yeah. So then after the end of January, then I roll back to Indiana. So I catch some of it. Yeah. But uh, and I don't you know even that now that I think about it, probably the weather the the winter because of with racing we're putting stuff together it probably didn't bother me the most. The probably the probably thing that bothered me the most was listen, it's May here, bud. It's time for to get cracking on summer. Yeah, <laughs> and in some years when I moved, we to do Indy, it every year. When yeah. I, when I when I moved to Indy, it was like that first year they guys set me up because it was just like that. May was nice; it was beautiful. I thought it was in California. <laughs> and the next year, you know, April, May rolls around. Hey, every week's raining. Every yeah. week, all we do is drive to the racetrack and drive home. It's not the same. Yeah, yeah. and sit in the rain. Yeah, no, till June. Yeah, I'm like, what dude, are we doing? We yeah, had we had brutal. fun. We had fun, dude. He was there seven uh, years. I was there fifteen, and we were neighbors. Yeah. So that was fun. Perfect. You know, North, yeah. yeah we, and we we had a lot of good times. I mean, there'd be times where Casey Shu and I were roommates, and like I said, Damien was our neighbor, and it'd be eleven o'clock at night. I hear a little little knock on the door. Yeah. What's well, Damien? And he his shop was right next door to this good little old pub, you know, like a bar pub thing. Yeah. But they sold the best pecan pie you've ever had in your life. He show up at eleven o'clock, dude, with a fresh pecan pie and two forks. <laughs> We'd sit there on the fucking on the couch and hammer out. Yeah. But we had a lot of fun, man. We go out to the bars and have a good time. We go to Supercross every year and get you know good seats and you know. And we were both, at, <coughs> excuse me, at the time we were both single guys. And you know we go to the Supercross races back when it was the RCA Dome, and we'd sit there and see all these beautiful girls. And we're always at the dirt track and working. We're always you know not really chasing girls, but yeah. we go to the Supercross races. And Damien goes, damn, dude, look at all these chicks, all hot, <laughs> like monster energy type looking girls. Oh, he goes, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. like, where are these girls during the week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn, man. Uh, you know, in India, you got like five girls and they all make the same rounds, you know, so you got to uh, fish in outer waters. But yeah, dude, we, Indy was fun, man. We had a lot of great friends, both of us. We had some good times. He won some big races. You know, he's won, what, almost 20 national shows and he's got himself up there with the upper echelon of dudes, with, including all his CRA stuff he's done and. It's cool, but yeah, tomorrow we're really looking forward to the movie, and yeah. we finally we, we did one private screening with the players, the people that are involved in the the financial part of the producing the movie. Yeah, they loved it. Yeah, um, so the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing too. Like, like I said before, just to kind of touch on it, like, you know, we call him Big Mike, but Mike from All Coast Construction, Mike Grossman. Yeah, like I said, it was really his brainchild to put it together, and I didn't care because I'm like whatever. And they filmed it, and then me and Steve Watt, you know, he he knew he knew Big Mike, and he he said, you know, they talked and, and decided to do it, and uh, and then really, and you know, then we had then then the Truexes, you know, Tim and Mike came on board with Loud Pedal Productions, and they just filmed it. I mean, they just shot everything they could find, you know, they could shoot. They went to Bonneville, they shot everything. Obviously, they shot a bunch of footage from from uh, some not probably necessary, but probably USAC, and then and then uh, from that, and then. And those guys, you know, they played a big part in just getting all the film and all the stuff for us to put together. And originally it was going to be about Bonneville, just Bonneville. Yeah. And and then 
I think, you know, it's kind of weird. Like, and I feel bad. Like, we've told people about this movie. It's going to come out. Well, that was probably, you know, eight, six years ago, eight years ago. And it hasn't come out. It hasn't come out. It's like almost a, it's like a, I feel bad even mentioning it, right? People keep, just keep saying, when are we going to see the movie? And then finally, they just stop asking. And like we've talked, we just got to, we got to, we got to make it happen this time. We got to come out. Well, now, fortunately, you know, we, I got with Buckley and I said, hey, man, you know what? I got. He went to the bullpen. Yeah. I had to get a right-hander. Yeah, it wasn't getting done. And I said, hey, let, let's bring Buckley in. And I think he's, you know, because me and him have known each other a long time. So he knows my story. You know, he knows me and, and as a person, and he knows what I'm about with racing. And because, um, you know, I think I definitely have had a, had a, had an approach to racing. Yeah. Like I've had a way definitely. that I wanted to do it, right or wrong. And, uh, and, he, and he knows that, you know. Um, so when I said, hey, let's get him to do it. And at the time, I think you were doing just not doing so much racing stuff. You were kind no, of we were on a, we were on a, what yeah. they call in the industry a hiatus. Yeah, he's doing some <laughs> yeah. other stuff. And I think, it, and then you know, and, and we've both gotten you know older and more. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's probably you could probably say he's probably learned a lot about what he needed to do at the time making this movie. If he made this movie twenty years ago, it probably couldn't have been like this, you know, or as detailed or so forth. But yeah, so we got with him, and I thought you know it'd be perfect. Like maybe I think he, and even just talking to him when I talked to him the first time, he was like, yeah, dude, you know. Uh, I'm ready to do something like this. I'm ready to put it together, and so yeah. So we just all got together, and uh, and you know he took it from there, and then uh, and it's been fun. We've kind of worked on it along the way. It's kind of morphed itself. Like I said, originally it was about the world's fastest sprint car, and then and then kind of Big Mike was like, hey, maybe it should be. I think it kind of changed two or three times, but it was like, hey, then it's, let's make it his career, and then well maybe it should be his career, and then more of a, like a mindset to like my approach to it and how you're how you're doing it so um i don't know i you know i think it's done well i hopefully people like it and and, and uh i don't know i think it's it, it's hard it's super been super hard to watch it and know uh if it's good or not like i don't know i mean it could i think you, you should change it you should change it but i don't know so hopefully we'll get some insight and then really what i'm focused on is when we leave here is to try to come up with a time and a date and so forth when we can get people to see Actually, it. Actually, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, I want to, you know, I want to I wanna answer those questions. Like, when can we see it? I want to get to it, you know. I, I, I can't imagine a, a race fan especially yeah. watching this just from the little bit I know about it, yeah. watching this and not just enjoying the fuck out of it. Like, yeah, seeing it from your point of view. Yeah. And pl was, plus we doing on, the Bonneville shit. We were on like YouTube that. earlier watching yeah. the, the little clips on Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And like, dude. Goosebumps, hair <laughs> standing up, just and watching you know, that and shit, you know, you man. And you got guys that's also like, well, that's not a real sprint car. There's, there's a gear. you got to shift a gear. Well, yeah. who cares? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you can't have a gear. I don't know how your nuts fit in the cockpit. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. who cares, dude? You're doing 210 miles an hour, what, 11, whatever it was. 211. Yeah. Well, I mean. well, the one thing that was really important, you know, when they had asked me to become a part of this project, we were sitting on the pier in Ventura on the ocean eating fish and chips. Yeah. And I remember – like, well, what do you think? What do you see? And I said, you know, this is Damian Gardner, the only demon. I mean, we, we got yeah, a lot of yeah. gas mans. We got a lot of bullets. We got yeah. a lot of other nicknames out there. But there's one demon. The and one if, and only. And if, I wanna be a, if I'm going to be a part of this, I really – and at this time of my life, I was going through some different stuff where – well, not really because my deal has always been about doing something different than what everybody else is doing. You yeah. got to stick out. You got to yeah. really do something different. Yeah. And I told him and Big Mike, I said, listen – the tone of this movie, and there, I, we really need to show Damien as true Damien, because the sprint car community is very critical. And if they, if I tell them, if we tell the world we're doing a movie about Damien Gardner, 
and it looks like Mr. Rogers, we're not doing it a service. Absolutely. It doesn't mean we have to show him at, at a, an 11. We could show Demon at a 9 or a 9.5. Yeah. But we need to be true. It needs to be authentic, real, and genuine. So you're going to get that. You're going to get a real, genuine – because he's a great storyteller. I mean, we – when we went to make this movie, we're spitballing creative ideas and having meetings. And it's like, well, should we have other people talk about him? And Big Mike's like, I don't think so, man. Damien's such a great storyteller. Let him tell his story. And we went with that. And luckily enough, Damien's such a charismatic personality that it absolutely shines through on screen. Yeah. And there's really never a dull moment. I mean, there's yeah. we take you on a ride. We take you up. We take you down. We take you up. We take you down. That's on purpose because we want you to feel what he felt, the, 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 the series of emotions, the series of letdowns, the series of – because it's not all fucking sunshine and roses in the yeah. sprint car yeah. game, man. you got to deal with heartbreak and, and death and, and hard times. It's not all about standing in victory lane. And, and we take you through that ride. You know, and that was really important to really show the real side of it all. We didn't want to wave the Disney brush yeah. over this shit. We wanted yeah. it to be. Nobody wants that. No, we wanted it to be right. <laughs> I exactly. Don't I don't. So we really wanted well, to I show. Well, I mean, it's funny because I think, like, it's weird, right? I mean, you, you feel like nobody wants that. We all say that. But we still, that's what we get, right? Yeah. And and it, it, or, or we get the version of, like, or we try to, eh, or we try to generate that, right? We're like, yeah. we want you to be edgy. And so you get the create the edgy the created edgy version, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, and it's not really, and you can tell, right? It's not authentic. Absolutely. It's just like, hey, man, I you, I need you to be tough, and the guy acts tough, and you're like, yeah, eh, you're not a great actor. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, let's be honest here. Tell uh, us how dangerous Hollywood's it is. Oh, shit. Not, Hollywood's not going to call you. Yeah. But uh, so yeah. yeah, so I think, yeah, and, and and there was even times I was we, we we talked about it during the movie, and I was like, you know, I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. Uh, there was one. I think maybe we had like one version, right? Let's just put it this way, you know. I came out, I you know, I come out of the gate just, you know, just cussing up a storm. Demon at eleven. Oh, at at (laughs) eleven. And I thought, we're not making movie. We're trying not. We're trying to make it for everybody. We're not making it for just our buddies that sit around (laughs) drinking. Like that's fucking great. And I thought maybe. And I, you know, me, I'm I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, because it's trying to trying to see how will how will someone else take it, right? Like we're laughing, shooting, having beers. This is fucking great. And then you look over at your buddy and his and his wife are like, <laughs> you, the, you, "The hell is this shit?" You yeah. hang out with this guy? Yeah, they're like yeah. thinking, you're, "Yeah, you go home with your." Is this what? Is this how you guys act when you're at home? <laughs> is this what? Is this how you act at the shop? Yeah, thank you. Your mouth, you know. And I'm like, so there's a little bit of the balance of that, right? But yeah. but still, we want to get that across. And then more, the more we went along, I was just a little more okay with like, "Hey, dude." We were cho- we chopped it way down. Yeah, I mean, we could have used but, way but more. But still, but I think at the oh, end yeah. of the day, we were like, "Hey, it's got to show you." Yeah, exactly. What I'm about at moments, like there's moments you're even guys like him, me and him. It's like, hey, you're not always gonna like me sometimes, and and maybe maybe my sometimes my you know verbiage or my approach isn't the best, but in the end, we're trying to get the same thing done. Like we're we're trying to get to the same place, and every once in a while, you gotta ruffle a few feathers, yep. shed a few tears, and in the end, dude. <laughs> You're going to be like, dude, it was worth it because look what we made after that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we could have done this like, oh, and, and everybody could have gone, that's great. And then in the end, you're, you know, you're just like, well, I wish we would have done this and this and this. Well, let's just get that out of the way. And then even with my race teams and my so forth, that's how it's always kind of been. Yeah. Yeah. And he's right because two weeks ago we had a very, <laughs> very spirited dinner meeting between him and I and Big Mike. I mean, him and Mike were going at it. And then Mike and I are going at it. Damien and I are going at it. But I look at it like this, guys. 
think of it as, as the NFL, right? You see the quarterback and the head coach going at it on the sidelines. If we win the fucking Super Bowl, who gives a shit? I hurt your feelings for two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Get the fuck over it. Get some thick skin. <laughs> this is sprint car racing, goddamn. Nobody it. cares. Right. Feelings yeah. got hurt. Right. Winning takes all of it away. Right, man. <laughs> I, like, I used to have this sticker. I don't know. Why. I mean, I got it when I, when I first started. We built this pit car, right? We couldn't buy a snap on when we built it. My air conditioning guy built it himself. And yeah. it, I remember, it I don't know why, I got the sticker. I was like, I don't buy any stickers. I don't. But I've got the sticker that said right on the front, it said, winning heals all wounds. <laughs> and I just remember, like, all the, like, exactly, all the yeah. hard times, the tired nights, if you win tonight. Absolutely. I promise. It makes it all better. Wash all that clean. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's gone. a fact. Let's go to the next one. Let's win yeah. it, too. Uh -huh. That's a fact because, like I said, we had a very <laughs> spirited meeting yeah. a couple weeks ago. And here we are sitting in Knoxville with you guys drinking beers, having an yeah. absolute blast, promoting a film, man. You know, and that's yeah. something that, you know, people put films out. They, they, you know, they put it out on YouTube or put it out on whatever platform, and that's great. I mean, they're doing, you know, there's some good stuff out there. But, hey, boys, what's happening? Welcome what's up, to the, dudes? Welcome to the show. All right. But uh, it, it was, you know, but making films and telling stories, it's really about telling stories. And this is a great story. And, yeah. you know, Damien's a, a very colorful personality. He's a great racer, no doubt a future Hall of Famer. We'll, we'll have to come back oh, here yeah. in a few years when he – he turns 50 to, to, you know, if and when they, they give him that call and we'll come here and rage and do it. But it's just great to honestly be here. It sounds so cliche and so whatever, but to, to yeah. debut this film on the biggest stage at the biggest sprint car race in front of the biggest crowd. and, and There's and no other way to do it. Jesus I mean, Christ. Yeah. We're so lucky, yeah, man. Yeah. Honestly, Bob Baker and Bill Wright with all the fame, man, they – they were like, yes, 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 yes. You're the only yeah. film going to yeah, be Yeah, we want to thank – yeah, we want a big shout-out to them. We want to thank those guys for having us. Yeah. You know, we appreciate them, like, uh, letting, letting, letting us do this this week. And, um, I mean, we kind of talked about it or whatever, and then we're like, hey, that's the – you know, it's the perfect weekend. So many – Yeah. And not, you know, even because it's like, well, it's the wing race or it's the nationals, you know, but it's like, nah, it's just because there's so many people here at once, right? Yeah. And, I, right. and yeah, and, and I, you know, even, even in years past, I've come here – uh, even when I was racing, when I was off or whatever, because it's time like for even like for me, the non-wing guy, it's come here. You just see a lot of people, vendor people. Everyone comes here, and you get to just be in a chill, relaxing mode and not so, so on it. Yeah. These other guys are a little bit more on it. The wing guys racing, they're, I'm sure yeah. they're not so yeah. chill, but you know, yeah. So, it's, yeah. it's fucking Knoxville. Where it else? Is, man. Where else would yeah. you do it? Yeah, it's the hub. I mean, it's it's everything about it. If you like sprint cars, this is it. You're gonna be wing here. or non-wing you, you like or midget yeah. or whatever. How you many times have you guys been here? This be the third, third year, year. Third year. Yeah, yeah man. This second year. Yeah, I, I, my second year. Yeah. Well, I did a deep dive, man. I did a deep dive the other day because, I mean, I, I'm real big about the history of, of the sport, you know, yeah. especially Knoxville. So I started doing a deep dive, and I figured out that this race started in 1961. Yeah. And Roy Robbins won the first one. Indiana guy. hey -o. Roy, Yeah, that's right. Representing. Roy, Roy Robbins, and he yeah. brought a top wing. What they call, at the then they called it an air scoop uh. in 1961. So he come out brought his super modified not sprint cars it was a super modified race it was actually the very first super modified national championship and roy robbins showed up stored his wing in the full 4-h barn off turn four they hot lap qualified without the air scoop and he goes man we need some more speed so he puts the wing on fucking kills him so knoxville goes no more wings <laughs> so they ran the super modifieds up until 1968, and when Rayleigh Goodwin won the first official sprint car Knoxville Nationals in '68. Okay, so then Ralph, the legendary Ralph Capitani, Cappy, he got hired in '78. 
the very first year the Outlaws started with Ted Johnson, right? And then they ran wing, yeah. non-wing. If you were yeah. non-wing track, you ran non-wing. You were wing, ran wing. Well, Knoxville was a non-wing track. And Cappy's like, or Ted's like, man, we need to get the, you know, we're, we're one non-wing, you know, 78. You know, I think it was maybe Wolfgang in 79 was Ron Schumann. Well, Steve and Sammy are like, you know, our cars are starting to get a little faster, a little lighter, and these guys are busting. We're busting our ass flipping these non-wing cars, and we're starting to lose some friends at a high rate. Yeah. So we might want to start running wings. And Cappy's like, nope, not happening. Not on my watch. The Knoxville's Nationals are going to remain non-wing. So in 1982, the very first of the year the schedules were put out, Ted Johnson, now Steve and Sammy are really in his ear. It's like, we need to run wings, need to run full-time wings. We're not going to have anybody left. If we're running non-wing all the time, these guys are out there literally killing themselves. Yeah. It's like the Wright brothers taking flight for the first time. It's like, you know, you know what I'm saying? With all these yeah. crazy heavy cars, low yeah. horsepower heavy cars. So in 1982, schedules come out. Ted Johnson calls Cappy here at Knoxville and says, yo, we need to be wing, dude. The Nationals need to be wing. Cappy goes, nope, non-wing it is. And Ted's like, eh, all right, well, I'll take Steve and Sammy and my outlaw guys, and we'll run somewhere else. Oh, fuck. So in May of 82... They ran a non-wing show here at Knoxville. I think it's a local show. And Missouri's Gary Scott, who won the Boone Outlaw race, got killed. Mm. He flipped down the front stretch, belts broke, flung him out, and he passed away. And it was right then and there. Cappy goes, if it's wings you want, it's wings you got. And that was it. Huh. So wings here, ever since. So here we yeah. are. Yeah. So, But uh, I'll tell you this, man. The wing car deal has really changed over the years. Me personally, I'm an old school guy. I would yeah. love to see the big tanks and the small nose wings comes back, come back so we could see guys drive non-wing style but go wing speed yeah. like old school. But I'll tell you what, last night's race was pretty damn good watching Don. Donnie gets around the bottom so fucking good here, mm. it's ridiculous. But it was competitive, yeah. you know, and that's all you can ask for. It's the biggest sprint car race in the world. It's competitive. And once the track's right in Knoxville, black yeah. dirt. First yeah. You can't go wrong with black dirt. Yep. Black yeah. dirt. Ascot had black dirt. Manzanita oh, yeah. had dark dirt. Knoxville's got black dirt. Yeah. Ventura in its heyday had black dirt. Something around that black dirt. Once you go black, you can't go back. <laughs> That's right. You know, you put, <laughs> I've, you know, heard, I've heard that. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, yeah. you know, the black dirt, they got a good thing going here in Knoxville. I think Matt's, the, uh, I think Matt's the, the track prep guy here in his crew. Fuck, man, they do such a great job in Knoxville. You never leave here going, man, if they just would have done – man, if they just would have – no. It's – I think you're always satisfied leaving yeah. Knoxville. Yeah. yeah. Usually. You always got the keyboard warriors out there here and there, but, you know, yeah, well, yeah, you for can the most nitpick. part it's – You can nitpick it. You know, any – you know, you watch 100 races, they're going to go back through there and pick out a bunch that you're like, yeah. well, this and that. But, it, you know, you just – for me, it's always been like with tracks, it's always been the ones that are trying. Yeah. yeah. If you see them out there working the track and they're trying to make a good show for tonight, that's all you can ask. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. might get it wrong or do the wrong thing, but hey, as long as they're, they're trying, trying to do it, it's yeah. just the guy that looks like he. This is just the tracks I've always been annoyed with. The guy, the tracks you show up to him, you know, the guy didn't show up till this morning. He ain't throwing yeah. an ounce of water all week, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and he, then it's like it's slick tonight, and they're like, oh, it's because of the wind. <laughs> you're like, yeah. you don't yeah. think it was because there was no water in the track? <laughs> ain't got nothing yeah. else. Fucking, you know? Else it. Fucking yeah. dust billowing off the yeah. fucking cars and yeah. wheel packing. You're like, God damn. Yeah, yeah. the wind is hot out today. And you're like, yeah. what do you mean? I just saw the video from last year, and it was like windy, and it was 105, and then and, and, uh, the guys are pulling wheelies. Oh, yeah. And they're like, ooh, what? Yeah. Well, yeah. as we all know, as we all know, non-wing sprint cars require a much different 
track yes. than a wing sprint yeah. car, a late model. I mean, hell, even midgets. I mean, those little four cylinders can go through the slick a hell of a lot better than eight cylinders. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it really, I mean, non wing sprint car tracks deserve, you know, and we should expect all the things that we expect non wing sprint cars to see speed, yeah. light left rears, left fronts in the air, little wheelie down the straightaway, sliders. And we've seen those tracks. And I remember growing up watching those tracks when I fell in love with these kinds of cars going to Ascot when I was a kid. You know, that's what made me fall in love with the first place. And Ascot, Jesus Christ, shout out Ascot Park. Yeah. I wish everybody that loves sprint cars could have seen Ascot in their heyday. And not only CRA, but the Outlaws put on good shows there too. Yeah. Dust Free. I mean, Brad Doty. You ask Brad Doty right now. Brad, what's your favorite track? Ascot. This guy's from Ohio. Yeah. This guy's, yeah. you know, two hours from Eldora. Ascot Park. Well, why is that, Brad? Oh, the track service and the trophy girls. Leslie Bremer <laughs> was a, like a hustler playmate, whatever the hell she was. But Ascot did everything right, man, from the program to the food to the track service to the fashion, the clothes they sold, the hat, shirts, jackets. They did everything. The program. And the logo. Yeah. Even the, the logo, logo with the yeah. 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 With yeah. logo. Dude, they like did the everything yeah. right. What about you guys? Like, uh, We talk about this, too, because it's always that question. Of, I've been asked a million times, like, what's your favorite track? And I don't know how you guys feel, but to me, there's like a – you know, and, uh, and it'll be like, uh, to me, there's like, oh, you could say that's the, a great racetrack. Like, it has good dirt. They race well on it. It's good. But it lacks that environment, right? Like, when you feel like when you go there, you just yeah. show up and see a race, and then you're like, I guess we're going to go home now. And you just, yeah. that's it, right? And then there's the ones where, then there's always the win, and I feel like they do this a little bit now, a little bit the way things are. I feel like they're trying to, you know, uh, make it an event too hard, right? And they forgot about the racing. Yeah. Like you go there and you're like, it was a great way. We got drunk. And then it's like, but, <laughs> you know, the racing was drawn out. It was kind of, maybe yeah. there was too many classes. Uh, yeah. You know, it wasn't like the, the, the race wasn't featured. You know, it wasn't like this was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how you guys feel. Do you feel like there's different environments? Like when you, there's ones you like because of this and ones or, or, not, or not, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I'll, go ahead. I'll, I'll interrupt you. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah, like you just said, like multiple classes, like, see, we talked about it, we're Hopstock guys. Yeah. You know, they run two, maybe three classes, but they're done by 11 o'clock usually. Perfect, yeah. Putnamville, like at Lincoln Park, they'll run like fucking five classes. Shoot myself in the Bombers, face. Bombers, <laughs> Hornets. Yeah. I mean, props. We got shitters, yeah. super that's, shitters, that's the, uh, factory shitters, factory shitters. You know, that's the, some We've of the, the grassroots type stuff, you know, that's, that's awesome. Which, hey, dude, not but even like, like I said, I grew up, that's what you did watch yeah. at your local track. But, but if I'm coming to see the big dogs, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be there well, till one in the morning. Yeah, yeah, that's what we've talked about on the podcast a bunch yeah. of times. Like especially Putnamville. Yeah, not even not trying to trash them. Like, but you don't need five support classes to no. the big boys. Like, no, or the dudes. You got USAC there, or you got uh, Outlaw or High Limit there. Like, run one class. Yeah, get yeah. the show through. Everybody's there to see. Yeah, them. but uh, I was gonna yeah. say something about uh. Fuck, what was I going to say? It's okay. You think about it. I'll uh, say this. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I got super spoiled, man. Growing up in Southern California, like I said, going to Ascot, when you went to Ascot to see CRA, it was CRA. That's it. When you went yeah. to Paris during his heyday, SCRA, it was SCRA only. And they did such a great job of making these guys look and feel like the heroes that they are. Yeah. And one of those things they did so well in the CRA and SCRA days were driver intros, right? Yeah. I mean, Damien, a lot of the West Coast guys, they're working guys. They're plumbers. They're pipe fitters. They're construction guys. They're glass cutters. They're whatever, the, whatever they do for a living, right? Yeah. They put in 50 hours a week. And that one night, Saturday nights, that one night to make, even if you're a 19th place guy or a feature winner like this dude, 
you want to stand in front of the crowd. And, you know, out of Concord, California, starting outside of row three, it's the 20 at Damian Gardner. That Now he's got fans, sponsors, family, girlfriend, wife, or both, whatever, like I said <laughs> earlier, in the grandstands. And you want to wave. That's your little moment of glory. Yeah. Whether, you know, and that just gives you just enough. Well, I feel like it makes, like when you were a fan, right? That yeah. I mean, that gives you the chills, man. I mean, you remember that moment. Like, I don't know if you've. Not to change, kind of get off there. No, but, you're good. But no, we're good if now. you ever, like, if you if you ever been to uh, PBR Pro Bowl, Bowl riding, mm -hmm. yeah, have you been to one? I went to ever? the NFR yeah. in Vegas and when I got married. Yeah. we were there for the rodeo. Yeah, like you I remember? Tell people, <laughs> yeah, what's that? Yeah. You remember it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like I tell people all the time, like I don't care, and and I haven't been in a while, but uh, but I would take tell people like, hey, I don't know if, if you like bull ride or not, but it, it, for me, I was looking at it from the sense of like promoting and watching a, this big show like what i would when my you know my hair and my skin would stand up like get goosebumps and i remember it was just their intro the intro alone is worth going to the going to the pro yeah. bowl right and like yeah dude, I mean, your super they would be yeah. like you know world number one and you'd be like you know yeah. fire <laughs> squaw dude and this guy walks out and dude you're like that's the baddest dude on earth right there yeah, yeah. that's the man yeah. and, uh, and and you just got the feeling the whole crowd knew that right this dude is the baddest dude on the planet today and yeah. tomorrow so there might be a different guy, but for tonight, he's the baddest dude on the planet. Yeah. And as much as as much as racing and all that, and like I said, not to make it WWF or get all crazy, but I felt like, hey, there's something to this. Like you, it needs to feel special, right? Yeah. Like you don't want the you want to go out of there just be shaking your head, talking about what you saw, talking about the big dogs you saw, talking about the up comers you saw, not walking out there, dude, just so tired and obliterated, driving home just in a gaze, <laughs> like because you're just. Two in the morning, you're like, oh my god. Yeah. You know, it was like 15 classes. Did you like the feature? I don't know. I don't not remember even, it. Not <laughs> even I don't sure. Remember. Yeah. This way. I mean, especially you guys, right? You guys probably don't need four hours to get drunk. Because yeah. I mean, no. at that point, you didn't. Like, Do you remember the main? You're like, I yeah. don't remember it. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a little fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of remember a little bit of the pits when we were walking through there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we were talking to him. No, I don't remember talking to him. Yeah. Well, it's an old saying. It's in the, in the entertainment industry, right? Yeah. It's you always leave them wanting more. Yeah. And anytime yeah. you're at a track where it's fucking midnight and your fucking factory stock features got to get over, there's a million yellows. It's like anytime you're begging for the checker to come out, it's not a good it's night. too much. Yeah, it's always leave much. them wanting more, man. Every yeah, time absolutely. you want them to come back. Yeah. You know? I know I know what I was going to say. Sorry, are you done? Fucking yeah, he's done. Old, I think dude. it was 411 Speedway. I think they're in Wisconsin, okay. I believe. They do a spin rule. Like, if you spin out, like, once or twice, you're done. Like, get out. We're getting this show done. Well, it's like they, Boone. But they're in, like, six classes, yeah. and they're done fast. It's like Boone, so, the yeah. Boone Nationals, dude. You spit. There's no yellows in the heats. It's like you spin, half spin, flip, whatever. I mean, if you flip, it's another story. But there's no yellows. It's like, let's go, boys. Yeah. There's no none of this half spin, yeah. yank yeah. it out of gear, cause of yellow bullshit. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Well, I tell you what, dude. We want to have you guys come to the, the thing tomorrow. So what we're going to do, the thing, the film screening, the, the world the, premiere. The world premiere. We're busting you guys out two golden oh. tickets. We oh, want man. you guys to be there. Damn. Hell yeah. yeah you guys. You guys rolled out oh, the red man. carpet, man. That's awesome. You guys did us good. Well, we got to do you good. Shit. So it starts tomorrow at noon. <laughs> we appreciate this. We'll be, yeah. we'll, we we'll want you to see it. We will 100% Don't drink too there. much tonight because you got to get up, you know. Oh. <laughs> got to get up by 11 so, hey, Hold on. Yeah. So what time does it start? Yeah. yeah exactly. 12. Okay. Yeah. You <laughs> might want to write 11 on there. That way you show up. Yeah. I'll set my alarm early. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. You have that. You have the 10 out back, right, behind the stands? Shouldn't be far. Yeah. You could get up about 11.50. 
Maybe. Yeah. Well, you, guys, you guys are in, <laughs> and you guys in, are in for a real treat, man. We're going to have some real yeah. special. Yeah, you guys can let us there. know what you think. And like yeah. I said, that way, you know, I don't know. Hell yeah. Feel for it. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, we're supposed to have some real uh, special people there. And, you know, we're I don't want to over overdo it but yeah it's gonna be a good time man we want you guys to be there for yeah, sure copy that 100 yeah, we, we yeah glad you guys came out today yeah oh, dude it's, it's good to be here man drinking some beers and yeah it's a great little spot man we're at the uh 111 yeah 111 public yeah. house yeah yeah it's a great man, little place this is great, you know, dude. I, I think i on instagram you're like i don't know what that is yeah, yeah <laughs> which i didn't i didn't say yeah. i just said you're, you know well i got I the address and i was like yeah i wasn't sure if it was a uh yeah Little fucking laundry mat on the back. <laughs> we're gonna be talking at him. I was like, going to the around. warehouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, this is a great little pub. Yeah, one eleven pub is great, man. I mean, if you have if no one else to check it out, they need to come down here. I'll tell yeah. some of my buddies. Yeah, yeah, dude. Well, they got food and everything in the back, right? Yeah, 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 well, yeah. yeah. And the food's good. We yeah. ate here. We ate here last year. We've already. We actually this came week. here on Tuesday. Had wing night on Tuesday. Oh, so yeah. They got fucking great wings on Tuesday. Yeah. Wings. Yeah. Well, hopefully right. they keep the kitchen open for us because we're gonna really let loose here for for lunch. Yeah. But yeah, dude, this is great, man. I've been. Get down on this Schlitz malt liquor. This is the first yeah. experience for me. Yeah. We're talking about pounding some old English. Oh, old school. Yeah. Oh, boy. Brown bag yeah. and all, dog. Brown bag it. Brought yeah. back to college memories when we were talking about that. Uh, where'd you go to college? Where'd you try to go to college? I went. <laughs> That's what I was Yeah, I was going <laughs> to <laughs> It, it, it was a private school in Eastern Kentucky. It was Pikeville College. Pikeville? What? Yeah. Was it a lot of girls Pike. there? Pike. Pike. Oh, okay. Pikeville. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Pikeville. There, there was a lot that of chicks. That was a sorority. <laughs> there was a lot of chicks. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, imagine it was. And it was. Yeah, I imagine. Back in my day, you know, it was cheap as fuck to get them drunk. Old English, 85 for a 40. You, you get Bud Light, 32 yeah, you know, 75 cents. Yeah, you Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like. Doling out beers, get drunk, bitch, get down here. Oh, but uh, beer that yeah. cheap, dude. You're going to all your buddies' houses or apartments, looking through the change and the fucking oh, yeah. couch cushions. Uh, yeah, hundred percent, dude. Right? Oh man, that was yeah, yeah. I'd hang out with my college buddies, which at this time I didn't go to college. I was already kind of working, so you I mean I was you know probably at that I don't know what I was drinking like Bud Light or something, right? And then yeah. I'd go to their parties and be like what. What is PBR? <laughs> yeah. Natural what, what ice. That? Yeah, what is yeah. natural ice? Fucking headache. And they'd be beer, like, man, dude. And I, this, uh. is, this is stuff we drink in college. And I'm like, what? Why? Yeah. Because, man, it's cheap. It's like fucking 9%. Yeah. Hammered on like two beers. <laughs> Buzzed on two beers. Drunk on two beers. Whatever. Four bucks for a 12 or yeah. yeah. My college changed a little bit from the beers to uh, <laughs> we got free soft drinks, you know, in our dorm or whatever. They had yeah. the cafeteria down. We got Hawaiian Punch was free. You get a bottle of Everclear. <laughs> oh, nice. Mm. For like $4.50 at this point in my life. $4.50, you get a bottle of Everclear. You get drunk 17 times on yep. one bottle of Everclear when you're that age. <laughs> yeah. uh, hangover, hangover's probably rough, yeah. though. It was, but, you know. Yeah, just I'm, yeah. I'm, Everclear. I'm 19 years old. Who gives a fuck? I'll get over yeah. the hangover. What was that, 150? <laughs> yeah. 151. One, oh, no. uh, 151. 190. Oh, it is. Everclear's yeah. one. Everclear's Everclear like. and uh, – there's one another one. Yeah, this guy knows right here, dude. Yeah. The first time, it's just I, like rubbing alcohol. Yeah. The first time I ever drank, yeah, it's, hey, it's like gas. Yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, it's methanol you straight up, dude. Hey, you could you fire know, a sprint car tonight <laughs> on it. Yeah, you know you blow the the fire in your mouth, yeah. you put it in your mouth, yeah. you blow the fire. So I seen it done with. So we're at this party one time, and I thought, oh, hey, the guy tells me, I think I, I want to say what it was probably 151, right? It'll light on fire. Yeah. I, I'm yeah, pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah. The guy says, yeah, you could. This stuff will light on fire. I said, really? I said, this is the stuff you can put in your mouth and shoot it out. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to try it. <laughs> so put a big thing in my mouth, light this match, 
blow it out. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I, I swear, later on, a few minutes later, I'm like, man, my lips are kind of kind of bubbled up. I'm feeling right. Yeah, you burned your lips up, bud. Oh, yeah. no. You got blisters on them. Yeah. Nothing but soup for you, dog. <laughs> Damn it. Nothing but, nothing but soft foods for yeah. you. Put Carmex on it. Oh, yeah. Put bomb oh. on after that. Soup uh, through a straw yeah, from that yeah. point on. Don't, first, re don't recommend that. First no, time no. I got drunk, I was, you know, a teenager, 17, 18. We had a little beach apartment there in Ventura. My buddies bought a big bottle of 151, and we each had – we're playing cards, and we each had a shot. We're doing rounds until the bottle was done. Well, at about 4 in the morning, dude, I threw up so much. I blew all the blood vessels out of my Ooh. eyes, oh. and I looked like I flipped on the entire Knoxville backstretch with my arms out. Oh, shit. Dude, my, my parents were like, what happened? I go, oh, boogie board accident. It was brutal. <laughs> boogie board. Yeah, go out there boogie boarding. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, man, it's it's good times, man. So do you guys have the inside track of any of the any of the, like, the underground stuff that's going on in the campgrounds? Because we used to do some big parties in Paris. We'd have the... Some, some big parties with the ladies and have some good times. Is there anything like that going on here? Uh, I don't we're, think we're, so. We're not officially was, in the campground this year. We're, but there was some. There was some last year. They've grown up from that. Well, there was a well, – We were, to talk actually about went it. out to turn three last night, walked around like right after the race. There wasn't anything going no, on. No, no, Nothing? No. I think you got yeah, to wait till the later. got to wait till Dingus gets out. Right. Yeah. Is that what, is that That's the, what I was told. That, that when it happens. That's yeah. what they told me. When I was, we were rolling so, out of there. Yeah, Dingus was still open. Because I left early. So that's the and as we were rolling out, uh, one of the, the guy driving home, he goes, yeah, this will be going on here in about another hour. Oh, I said, yeah. oh, yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, as soon as Dingus gets going, which I've been to many Two, of them. I just yeah. never paid attention. That, yeah. Yeah, it's when Dingus is gone. That, yeah. Gotcha. Two o'clock. No, but not much out the north campground. Hasn't been too crazy. The last night usually is, but yeah, yeah, nothing too crazy. Yeah, Stuart and Larson, they got their – Motorhomes and their license plates are no, <laughs> no, but they're I think they're out there outside turn four. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we'll have to turn it up. I mean, maybe tonight, yeah. tomorrow yeah. night for sure with the film premiere and we'll, we'll oh, get yeah. loose and yeah, have after a good time. we get that done. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's been Looking a, gr a good ride time. so far, man. We're glad you guys are here on scene and doing yeah. this and appreciate you guys oh, having us. Yeah, yeah. man, this well, is right. We appreciate time. you guys being yeah. like. Like we were talking earlier, <laughs> there's a little bit of fangirl shit going on right here. Fans, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was I texted you yesterday. I saw Jack like I run through that fucking yeah, wall. Yeah. That's what he <laughs> said, dude. I was the like, Kool-Aid guy. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, me and Damon's just gonna come down and hang out. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, what time? Great. Let's do it. You yeah. Know? So it's great, man. Appreciate we're, you. We're yeah. all about yeah. it, man. This is why we're here. All right. This cool, is why yeah. we're here. We don't. You don't put out a film and then just be like, anyways. No, dude, we're, we're seeing it all the way to the finish line, man. Yeah. yeah. We got so yeah. many great plans. Like, real quick, you know, we're doing this screening, world premiere, tomorrow at Knoxville. And we're going to do a Northern California screening um, in the late fall for all his people up in Northern California, the Bay Area. Huge racing area. That's where Larson's Suites from. Everybody's up from up there. We'll do a Southern California screening for all the SoCal people, Paris, Ventura people, Delosio, all those guys. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to do a PRI screening during the PRI show in December in Indy, first week of, uh, I think it's December 8th or 9th. But um, yeah, more info on that later. We have the world's fastest sprint car on Instagram. A uh, new one we just put up, so every, that's like kind of our online destination for that. So all the updates, info, clips, all the stuff will be on there. And then next year, we're doing the uh, film festival circuit on the West Coast. All the outdoor um, outdoor sports film festivals, we're going to be doing that. Beating the drum for non-wing sprint car racing and sprint car racing in general. Bonneville's going on right this second. As you mentioned, our friend Steve Watt, one of the co-producers of the movie, he's out there trying to go four or 500 miles an hour. With the green earth, with the speed the demon, speed demon yeah. with uh, George Poteet and all those guys, but uh, 
yeah, so to answer your question, well, when can we see it? When can we see it? Well, just like any movie, we're doing our theater run. Yeah. We're going to do our film festival run, our theater run, and then in the meantime, uh, we're getting all the all the things uh, locked down to present it in the way we want to present it. Be it either a platform, whether this or that, a disc, digital download, whatever. We're still trying to lock that down on exactly what the best option is so people can enjoy the movie and get their hands on it. And yeah. we're going to try to really try hard for that for December for a Christmas release so people can get it as a gift. Give yeah, it we'll as a see. gift. Yeah. So we we'll see about said, that. We're going to be plan. coming up. Yeah, once we leave here and we get back, we'll, we're going to really try to hammer out that, that, that next landscape. We kind of rushed, not rushed here, but, you know, we just got it where we felt like it was ready to go, and then we decided, hey, Let's come here and we'll yeah. do it, and then uh, get to Knoxville. Too too bad we couldn't be uh, Big Mike couldn't be here, and uh, big shout out to him again. Appreciate him for making this all happen, and uh, yeah, just thank you guys. Oh yeah, all right. Megan, welcome, man. Megan, can you Megan? You got your ears on? Can we order our food? Or are we are we too late to no, order? No, no, we're kidding. <laughs> okay, good. All right, cool. We can still <laughs> grub out and hang out. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you guys great. again. I was yeah. going to say something else I forgot. That's great. Yeah, I'm glad you guys can uh, – hopefully you guys can make it out. I'm sure you will come. Oh, That'd be oh, great. We'll be yeah. Come on day. down, dude. Bring your tank tops. Yeah. Fit right <laughs> yeah, in, dude. We'll be there for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Out, Looking out. forward to the race tonight. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Get the second round in. Oh, day yeah. Two. Who's going to win tonight? You got your boy Donnie one last night, so uh, now what? Shoe heart. I'm going – Yeah? That was me. I was going with shoe heart, too. All right. Miles Marshall's in there, too, though. Can't count him out. Yeah. yeah. Is it bigger hitters tonight, you think? The bigger hit? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Sweets tonight, I mean, too. Well, it's, it's, it's also going to appear. I, f I feel like there's more of the big names tonight. I think tonight might be a little tonight. better. Tonight, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like, personally, there was more of my favorites yesterday. Right, right. But, you know, everybody, most a lot of people just know the bigger names. Right. Let's be honest about it. It's yeah. Like, I'm yeah. taking Robert Bell for the dub ski tonight. <laughs> there you go. I would hope he's here, dude. Colfax ain't that far he's away. He's got to be here. We gotta I'm get sure he's here. He's yeah. got to be here. Yeah. Right on. Well, yeah. guys, thank you so much. We can't wait to see you guys yeah. tomorrow, man. We made, yeah. some, made two new friends. This is yeah, good. Yeah, appreciate it very much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll get welcome. you guys some – we'll keep you updated on the latest news and when – you know, the most important question is when we're going to put it out there and we'll get you – we'll let you know. Yeah. You can keep it. You let us know. Get we'll, it circulated. Get we'll, it, we'll yeah. for put a little, it out as little part much as we can for sure. Yeah, cool, we got man. a we got a so plan. We got a long term plan. Just keep dumping yeah. logs in the fire. I mean, this isn't yeah, a one. It doesn't happen overnight. No, this is not a quick little no, thing. Unfortunately, you know, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Our producer Mike Grossman, he's done a a really good job of of long terming it and, and forecasting it deep. Because like I said, we're doing the the circuit next year for the film festivals on the West Coast, and we're gonna try to beat the drum for this thing. And it's a great, like I said, it's a great story, and uh, promotes sprint car racing all at the same time. For sure. Yeah. And you can find you on Instagram and. Oh yeah, Jack yep. Slash. Yep, we got the uh, the Jack Slash Video Vault. That's our new racing. You're deal. not on Facebook anymore. Not on Facebook okay. anymore. Yeah, yep. that's fine. I had to hide from sure. had to hide from the feds. Yeah. No yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, he's got. Is it your page or do My, you run that? The, yeah, we uh, yeah we the run fastest, the fastest. Yeah, world's yeah. fastest. Sprint actually, car. I saw it the other day. It says the, the, the demon. And I was the like, demon. Wait, he got social media? I have. So, I have a Facebook page, but it's not very. Really, yeah, it was the, more the active. Fan page. Yeah, yeah. I follow that. Yeah. But uh, I didn't know if you were involved in that or not. But, well, I'm not exactly. Uh, I mean, I have people run it. They, yeah. they people, yeah. people do it for me. And it's funny because if someone asks something or needs something, I'll, they'll t I'll respond to it or whatever. But pretty much it's just, you know, whatever I'm doing or yeah. whatever's doing going on with racing, which there ain't been much yet. But we'll start updating yeah. that more and doing more things just to get from this project here. But that, yeah. other than that, not much. 
Yeah, so you got that Instagram page, the world's yeah. fastest sprint car, and then yours, and then Rich Foreman as well. Got to check him out on oh, Facebook, yeah, dude. Yeah. Twitter, he's Instagram, doing check his stuff so. out for sure. It's yeah, he's got yeah. one. Of the, he, Foreman's got the best night one Knoxville shot. Oh, so dude, plus. yeah, you no gotta, yeah. Posted yet? Are they gonna be able oh, to yeah, see that? Yeah, so they got you. Got to check that one out. He showed us earlier. I'm gonna, yeah, no, I meant awesome. the fan, the people, oh, whoever yeah. whoever hears yeah, this man, you got to go and for sure check it out. Thanks everybody for being here, listening to us. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Damon. Rich, for being here as well. Yeah, dude. I've got, uh, what just you got for me? two last, three last little words. Here we got a final salute? Say. Yep. Let's do it. Peace, Peace out, out, motherfuckers. Out, motherfuckers. <laughs>